2: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghosts in the Night, a paranormal and true crime podcast. Tonight, Travis, do you know what we're talking about? Dicks and wieners. After the show, we will talk about that, but...
0: You know the difference between a dick and a wiener?
2: Uh, what's the difference between a dick wieners and a wiener? Wieners
0: have to be less than four inches. So we all have wieners here in the studio. I think we, we combine and still have a wiener. <laughs> nice. All right,
2: but tonight we are talking ancient pagan religions, and we have a very special guest, and I'm emphasizing the word special. He's near and dear to our heart.
0: (laughs) All I was thinking, I was like, we've got Gustav (laughs) Skarsgård, star of the photo show Vikings on any.
2: We have one of our longtime listeners who happens to be an expert in this field. A member of the poop cult. He is a member of the cult. One of the founding members of the cult. The first to come around to our stupid ways.
0: He's a little shit. I've decided if we're going to go with the poop cult, that's what our followers are called. Little shits.
2: And if you don't know him, you will recognize the name. And if
0: you don't recognize the name, clearly you don't love us and you're not here enough. So fuck you, Karen. Get out of my room.
2: Let me introduce Mr. Gregory from the chat. Our best fan ever. Say hi, Gregory.
1: How you guys doing?
2: We're doing great now that you're here.
0: Oh, me no. or him? Because he's been here. I, <laughs> he beat me here.
2: I know. We, me and Gregor, are going to start the show without you.
0: You sent him a dick pic, didn't you?
2: You have to have that dick pic
0: from you. Uh, put that. You put that clip-on fucking camera lens on the front of your ca- phone so it could actually pick up no, that little I pud that,
2: that picture that we uh, last win. Oh my <laughs> the, god, the, the pig dick picture, the pig, picture. Dick. The
0: pig dick pic. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm. I'm getting. On, I'm going. To, I'm gonna get on online dating and use that as my profile. Oh page. god, we
0: got a what the fuck Wednesday coming at us for free. <laughs> yep.
2: Oh, that reminds us. There will be for you people who, in the uh, chat uh, that are used to us being here on Wednesday evenings. We will not be here this Wednesday because we have prior engagements. So there will be no show.
0: We're going party.
2: We're going, Hell yeah, brother! But expect some Instagram videos
0: and maybe some TikToks because. Dude, I have a fucking video that I need to edit and like possibly. I don't know if we have to do it here, but I need to like patch something over someone's face or blur their face out. He actually said this. You know who it is. Oh, I all I know is is that all I can tell you is it has to do with a camel toe. That's all. That's all, all I right. tell you.
2: All right, let's get to uh, ancient pagan religions. Now, this topic is fascinating to me because you know how I love talking about religion, but it includes a lot of witchcraft, and that is one reason why we uh, brought Gregory on, because through our discussions and getting to know Gregory, Gregory has some experience with, shall we say, non-Christian religions. Is that fair to say, there, Greg?
1: Extremely fair to say. I've been into them for over 30 years.
2: Don't age yourself, because Travis will make fun of you, trust me, as you know. <laughs>
1: Oh, I know.
0: I've never done that in my life. You're both fucking dirty liars. Oh, before yeah. we get started, I do have a fantastic story today. I have decided I have changed the, my, my path in life. Uh, gay male stripper. No. What? I have decided today I have formed the nation of Fromundia, and I'm going to be the god king of the nation of Fromundia. I have chosen, I have named a speaker for me. Mm-hmm. to address the common folks because okay. I will then cease to talk to them okay. because they are not as good as me. Okay, And I have also taken a man toilet. It is the third most prestigious place in my court of Fremundia and it will be the person whom receives my poo-poo and pee-pee so that I do not have to use... I've already figured it out. I'm going to get a tow hitch toilet like a camping toilet. Right. I'm going to build a throne around that out of the finest velvets from Zanzibar. Right. And then he shall receive. And I also said that I will strictly live on a diet of beans, Chipotle, hot salsa, and like asparagus. I have but one question.
2: Yes. What is my role in this? You have not even placed
0: me in. You have, you have three options. One, you can be like, like my maester from game of Thrones. You know, the old guys with the robes and the weird chains, Mm -hmm. right? They give bad advice. Okay. You can be that guy, okay, or you can be the court jester, okay, or you can be the first head on the first pike that leads down the red carpeted uh, drawbridge over the moat that protects me from all the commoners. It will be filled with both piranhas and crocodiles. I will get back to you on this, but just, I, just let me know. I, say I we, have I, I set up an email account. I say we go ahead and just. Get... Are you
1: going to dip the head in tar?
0: No, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just going to give it to my man toilet, and what he does with the head is up to him.
1: That's... Okay, because you want to make sure he dips it in tar before he puts it on the pike, so it'll last longer.
2: Or we could set it on fire. Uh, I don't want to know how Greg knows all this.
0: The same way I know random dinosaur shit. Like you just learn stuff over the years. This is probably why he likes us because he's like these guys are fucking idiots, but they're not idiots.
2: I don't, I'm not, I'm not liking my role all of a sudden.
0: Well, it's like I said, if you send a, a strongly worded email to my team of uh, underlings, if you will, I have yet to, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to work up my own language for stuff like this. So right. that's in the works too. All right. I've, uh, I, I'd, I'd kidnapped Merriam Webster's granddaughter. Was Merriam Webster a dude? I don't know. Yes. I thought so. Gregory said Greg says yes. So, yeah, from is a thing. I, I ranted about it for like 20 minutes today at work. Somebody was like, hey, Travis, do we have this? And I was like, who the fuck do you think you are addressing me directly? You piece of shit. You write it on a small piece of paper with a qu- ink and quill. You give it to somebody within the top five positions of my cabinet, if you will. And then maybe within seven to ten business days, we'll get back to you seven
2: to ten, seven to ten business days
0: sweet yeah we haven't gotten we don't have royalty prime yet we're still working on that kind of technology all right I I I think we should get to uh... right. I know Gregory's like this is not what I fucking signed up for <laughs> oh he knew what he was... no this
1: is exactly what I signed up
0: for <laughs> trust me he knows. I swear to god I legitimately had a fucking 20 minute rant about this shit today at work just making it up as I went nobody doubts it oh and um, the national song is Dragon Force's cover of my heart will go on alrighty that's right the titanic song as speed metal oh
2: god you lost me it's
0: actually kind of sick i played it one night at work and, so, and the other metalhead kid that used to work there was like yo this is kind of a bop i was like i don't know what that means but I, I'm, I'm gonna assume it's good because you're smiling
2: <laughs> all right let's get to ancient pagan religions. with let's talk about pagan not pegging there's no the e is, you're putting the e in the wrong fucking spot <laughs> and that's not the first time is you're there an talking. e in pagan Oh no, there isn't an E in. It's pagan. That's right. No, there's no E in Pagan. What do you
0: think it was? Pagian? Pagian? What did you are you gonna You're
2: gonna throw an extra G
0: in too while you're at it? Pagan? Pagian? Bilbo Pagagans?
2: <laughs> All right. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm walking <laughs> off the show right now. <laughs> All right, Greg. So when we talk about the religious scene before modern Christianity, what are we looking at?
1: You're looking at a lot of different religious beliefs all over Western Europe, Mm -hmm. Eastern Europe, everywhere else in the world. Right. Specifically, specifically, if you want to talk about Western Europe, you have a lot of different religions. Even in Rome, you had all the different gods from Rome. So you would have a cult of Zeus, a cult of Isis. You'd have the Egyptian deities, the cult of Osiris. There was the cult of Mithra, which was a bull god. I've
0: actually read about that a little bit. A bull god? Yeah. Like a bull god,
1: scene. yeah. It, 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 it like... was predominantly open to – it was only open to men, and they had to have mm. served in the military. Huh. And it was a somewhat secret cult, but that's where you get a lot of – some of the stuff from Christianity. Like December 25th was the birth, birthday of Mithra.
2: Wait, so you're, um, you're saying the church lied about the birth of Christ?
1: Oh
2: yeah. Huh? Imagine that. Because if you read the
1: Bible, it says it was the lambs were in the field, so it was in the spring. Because they're in the same hemisphere as us, and their spring would be the same. Letters.
0: And they were on a different calendar too. Yes. Which doesn't well, have anything to do that. I just it's just an interesting yeah. toss. in they were on what was it, the, the are we the Gregorian? or Was it the Gregorian back then? Was it your calendar now or then?
3: Depends.
1: They used the Julian calendar until it was fixed to, for the Gregorian calendar. So a lot of interesting stuff.
0: Well, and there's also like, I, it really surprised me that the whole, um, the, the Mithra thing had nothing to do with Kid Rock. No, it didn't. He said, in his own words, I am the bull god.
1: Yes, but he, he wasn't the Mithraean bull god.
0: Piece of shit. What a liar.
1: Because I don't think the Mithraean one would come from Detroit.
0: Pontiac, to be exact. True. Fucking fronting. <laughs> all right. So, when we...
2: So, basically, the word pagan is just an umbrella for all this, uh, all the shenanigans that was going around when it comes to religion back then, correct? True.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's been used more currently to talk about non-Abrahamic religions, i.e. Um, uh judaism christianity and islam Mm
3: -hmm.
1: so but it's mainly used now for the earth the old religious beliefs from western europe
2: okay now was there any similarities between those different religions i mean i'm i'm assuming most of them christianity is the only monotheist religion basically all these other ones that were predated were multiple gods correct
1: they were polytheistic yes and if you want to get technical most of christianity is polytheistic too so
2: oh do explain
1: but, that. I, but I digress on that one
2: oh, um, go ahead explain let's piss off let's piss off the christians early it was <laughs> like my favorite thing to do
1: and i then, did that shit yesterday um, if you you know they have instead of saying oh we have three gods they just try and hide it as in there are three aspects the father son and the holy spirit mm. right and then you you know So if you're praying to Jesus to do something, you're giving him the same power as God. Okay. But nobody's supposed to be more powerful than God. So – and then when you add in the whole – in Catholicism with saints, Mm -hmm. people pray to a saint for the saint to do something for them. So you're in essence giving that saint the power of a god.
0: (laughs) This is amazing. All I'm seeing is him talking about this, and somewhere, like some one of these one random person that's viewing this right now is like the Pope, and he's just in his office, like, "Fuck,
2: (laughs) we're gonna get a strongly worded email."
1: (laughs) I get them all the time.
0: I won't read it though. Shit, I get a cease and desist from the Catholic Church. I'm taking that way more seriously than like fucking Scientology or something. Like, fuck that. Scientology will kill you. What? What? What can Catholicism do? They'd be like, oh, you're going to do your last communion, even though you never did a communion in the first place, you fat jap piece of shit. And I'm going to be like, whoa, why do we have to bring race into this? Come on.
2: Okay. So what were the different religions at this time?
1: They really didn't have names. Okay. They, they, they weren't... This whole current, current how people are of naming religions, mm-hmm. they didn't really have names. They had deities and they had beliefs, but they didn't give it a Specific name.
0: Okay, so it was like a, it was just like a communal specification, kind of. Yes. Just
2: whichever region they were in, they had their own yeah. belief systems, and you
1: know. and with a lot of them, the gods were they didn't necessarily overlap, but they all had a lot of you change the name, but they do the same thing.
3: Right.
0: Well, and that's a lot. I feel like that's kind of how why like you had you have Native Native American tribes just like like everybody's all over like the Norse thing and Vikings and shit like that, which that all came from Germanic tribalism. Yes. So I feel like it's just kind of the same thing. That's why there were tribes back in the day. Cause like a Navajo might look different than a Cherokee, but, or might look the same, but they have different thought processes just cause they're like, Nope, this is what I know. Fuck you. Skinwalkers and Indigos.
1: And actually when they've traced back a lot of the stuff from the Vikings, It's actually, they call it uh, Indo European. So they think that some of the gods and goddesses, their original names came out of India.
0: Okay. Which would make sense.
1: So so those beliefs moved out of India over into Western Europe.
0: Okay. So that brings up an interesting question for me because I'm assuming you've looked into this more because it makes sense because Hinduism like as far as like a name known religion is one of one of, if not the oldest one that we know of.
1: I think it's been around uh, as an organized religion, 6,000 years. Yeah. So I want to say,
0: yeah. So it beats the shit out of Catholicism and Christianity. Oh, and shit. Yeah. But yeah. so that being said, I'm not surprised that it reaches that far back. Are there like noticeable similarities between uh. Like a Norse deity and a Hindu deity?
1: It's not really noticeable. It's just when they tr- they've traced when they've traced some the old old languages, they've gotten it back to this uh uh Proto-European, which they trace back to an Indo-European roots. Mm-hmm. So, I mean it's somewhat of a game playing with words and etymology of them, but they've done a good enough job where they've figured out where a lot of them came from out of early, very early India. So those people must have come. When people move, they bring their religious beliefs with them. Right. But as you move to a different area, you names will change. And some of the things ascribed to the deity may change. You may have two deities combined into one. And when they would have run into any people that were already in, say, Scandinavia area, Scandinavian areas, that they, they would have also taken in their religious beliefs and kind of hodgepodge it together.
2: Okay. Uh, now, I want to get into what you, what religion you practice or whatever verbiage you want to use, but I want to tie, tie the ancient pagan religions to today's or what's the difference between people that practice some of these religions today from back then like wicca and stuff like that
1: the there's a lot of differences one we don't really know how they performed a lot of their ceremonies because for christianity as any religion does it goes an area it takes over the area and the only way it survives is to remove the religion that already exists right so they so as people converted to christianity those traditions and rituals would have been lost any that were written down were written down by monks because they were the only literate people at the time Mm -hmm. the the church was really the only place people knew how to read and write Mm -hmm. so anything that's been written down by them comes to some degree from a christian point of view
0: right and that's always been like a, a factor in why pissing off religious people again why like i've always had this this problem with how people see major religious uh icons and representatives because it's like if you track it through history it's just always been elite above a normal man, even the follower of that religion and one like only ones that can read and write right mm-hmm. fucking the only ones that advise the king yeah. still to this day like
1: yeah, but we have a much broader System of education, but also back then, all, you know, all the books were handwritten. Mm. So it's so expensive. It takes so long to handwrite a book. And it's so expensive to handwrite a book that only people with a lot of money could afford them.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: So your common peasant, even if he wanted to, couldn't afford it. Not even common peasant, a common person in Western Europe couldn't afford it. R- Rome had a decently high rate of people knowing how to read and write basic Latin. right? But even then, they weren't horribly literate either. Hmm. So it's because of our technology, we've enabled people to be more literate in general.
2: So basically, today, people who practice those types of religions today, they're just winging it, essentially.
1: Yes, because... The the, the big revival was during the 60s, and if you think about it, all of the people that looked into all of these ancient religions and tried to understand them and make sense of them and recreate them, pretty much they all came from Christian backgrounds. Right. So no matter how hard you try and keep that out of it, it's always going to seep in somehow, and that's just – we're human. That's just how it is. Right. But a lot of pagans don't like to – that's kind of the dirty little secret. That they don't want to hear, and they don't want to acknowledge.
2: That they're just making it up as they go along, basically.
1: Well, yeah, and and that the, the people that made it up the first time came from a Christian perspective. So even though they tried to cut that out as much as possible, it still leaked in.
2: Right, because if you were brought up in modern society, once Christianity took hold, basically, even if you're an atheist, you still practice a christian type life just by the morals that you've been taught
1: yeah and the other thing people forget is there's no such thing as a true atheist
2: what do you mean explain kind okay of, you've got you peak a my, person you piqued my interest
1: a person who is a true atheist will have the belief that there is no god there is no deity there is no higher power there is no soul so what's the point if you're not going to go anywhere, if your whole life is just you're born, you live, you die, what's the point? So most people who actually become true atheists end up committing suicide and dying because it, it's that, it becomes a complete hopelessness.
2: Hmm. Okay. That makes sense to me, actually.
1: So I've always said most people I know, say so they're atheists. I'm like, you're an agnostic.
2: Yeah, I I, I have to agree with
0: Greg or this. Travis? I'm just going to be a nihilist forever. Probably. Oh, that's fine. Just so I can talk, make big Lebowski references. <laughs> As you would. Where's the money, Lebowski? <laughs> he said he pissed on my rug, man. That rug really brought the room together.
1: It did really bring the room together.
0: Thank you, Donnie.
1: <laughs> Rest in peace. He said,
0: shut the fuck up, Donnie. He said, Donnie, you're out of your league here.
2: Uh, how do we always go back to movies? Because we're fucking cinephiles.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, okay, now let's talk about you. Let's get personal with you, Greg. Okay. What, do you
0: what color is your butthole?
2: Um,
1: I'm not 100% sure I haven't looked, had it looked at in a while. So Where's the know. wife?
0: <laughs> Great She'll be able to tell us.
1: She's playing. She's dealing with the kids. she
0: would be like, unfortunately, I actually know the answer to this question. God damn it.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, what do you practice?
1: I practice Norse paganism.
2: So for our listeners that don't know what that is, kind of give us a summary and then we'll dive deep into it.
1: I follow the religious beliefs of the Scandinavian peoples from the Middle Ages and before.
2: So, the, so it's the coolest ancients uh, of all, the
1: Vikings. Eh, they're pretty cool. <laughs>
0: Pretty cool. I don't know. I've always been I mean personally call it I mean maybe I'm biased, but I've also always been very prone to the samurai. That's not really like a belief system. Like they're pretty fucking cool. That's just your bias. Hey Vikings are fucking cool. Hey, they got and so are samurai.
1: Yes, the Norse did discover America five hundred years before Columbus was born.
0: I can't believe that that shit is still argued. Like th- there's <sighs> there's actual scientific evidence there's and like writings and shit in Nova Scotia and stuff like that. yeah, like
1: yeah. Well, f- there's not writings in Nova Scotia. It was from the Vinland sagas. And in yeah. the sixties, two archaeologists, a husband and a wife, started asking people in the northern tip of Newfoundland if they had noticed any old ruins and they got directed to this area, which happened to be Lonzo Meadow and through their excavations, they found the remains of a settlement. Hmm. And they found a few artifacts, not a lot, but they found a few artifacts that tied it to the Scandinavians. And they also found uh, some nuts that were from much further south into the, out of Canada into the U.S. So, either they were traded by the First Nations people or they sailed down the coast and came back with them.
0: Okay. I like it. They were these nuts.
2: I was waiting. I, you, yeah, somebody had to. They were butternuts, actually. I, but... was, I was waiting. I was sitting there going, as soon as he said, I was like, Travis. Somebody anything, has to. Any, like... time, Travis is going to throw out these nuts.
0: Anything for the meme. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. So, when it comes to the Nordic. Religion. We're talking Odin, Thor, and Freya.
3: Fucking Loki, Heimdall,
1: Freyr, Loki, Uller, Frigg, Frigga, Ron, um, Hell, Idun, and a host of others.
2: Now, if I'm not mistaken, weren't those the Nordic gods separated into like two groups? Yes, you have
1: the Aesir and the Vanir.
2: Okay they pretty much battled for supremacy.
1: They joined forces to fight against the, the giants or the Jotun. Okay. Okay. So you had frost giants, you had fire giants. Yeah. So they, they live in Jotunheim. It's so
0: funny too. Cause I mean, there's a random tie in, but like I was driving here and there was some fucking cover song radio play, playing on my phone. <laughs> excuse me and sure as shit half the ones that were getting played were by uh yoten studios yeah i'm assuming that they're from the area probably and then it started making me think i was like oh yeah that was a gun in destiny too um
1: well a, lo- a lot of scandinavians settled in ohio minnesota the dakotas places like that because they were farmers and that, that's what most people don't realize, is most Vikings, they were farmers.
2: You're saying they weren't berserkers? Nah. Even I know. There is,
1: there is evidence that berserkers exist, but not any archaeological evidence to show them how they are in popular thought and culture. A lot of that comes from the 1800s and early 1900s, and then stuff from Wagner.
2: So you're saying there's a chance the whole berserker thing is a bullshit?
1: The, the, the whole they didn't wear clothes and took drugs and threw themselves on the battlefield is probably an exaggeration because a lot of that comes from the sagas and the sagas were tall tales. They started they, the, the sagas were stories that people told around the campfire. And as everybody knows, when you tell a story, the next person tells it, the next person tells it, something changes. The next person tells it, something gets bigger.
2: Well, my whole worldview sucks now.
0: Well, I could have told you some of that just because there's this guy, I can't remember his name on YouTube. If I could remember, I'd say it. Like, he's just makes videos about this because he moved to I think he's in Norway Mm -hmm. Uh and followed this whole idealism. So he moved there and now he just makes like fucking music or YouTube videos about that. Like talking about this god or talking about the difference between this, this, this belief system and this belief system with that point of view or even as far as like I saw one where he was going to uh, Viking burial mounds Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: alright
2: so, super interesting guy so as in the gods of the North religion is there um, did one of them have was like Odin top dog or how did they divide their power
1: it depends on what time period you're talking about
2: well you pick or run um, through the whole chronology in, of it.
1: Okay. In popular beliefs, Odin is the all-father. He's the head of the gods. Okay. And he sits in his throne at the highest point of Midgard and sees the whole world. And he has two ravens, which in English are thought and memory. Mm-hmm. And they fly the world and come back and report to him to let him know everything that he did not see.
2: Okay. So what what role did Thor play in all this? What was his What was Thor, his job besides uh, riding around with Groot and a rocket rocket, rocket and um, getting fat?
1: Thor actually rode in a chariot pulled by goats. Oddly enough,
2: by goats. Um,
1: goats, yes.
2: That's kind of lame for. A...
1: Well, you also have to think back then. Most of them, most of the people were farmers.
2: True. Yes.
1: And so they would use goats to pull carts. So they would ascribe Thor to being pulled in a cart or, you know, some type of chariot pulled by goats. Thor was the god of thunder. He was also the god of farming and the god of home and hearth. So your house. Um, he fought the frost giants and the fire giants. He was the main one that would defend, defend Asgard when the giants showed up. Asgard is the home of the gods.
0: He was the Asgard.
2: Uh, you've been waiting for that one too. No, you?
0: actually, I totally forgot what I was waiting for. I thought about something and it it's gone. Uh fuck. <laughs> oh, that's what I was gonna say. I really hope that if Thor really was pulled by goats, I really hope they were like those fucking African goats from the videos that like people are like hey, they're and they're like <laughs> <laughs> Just this big fucking svelte blonde dude with a hammer getting pulled by like six <laughs> Um,
2: is now we, stupid in all these there's similarities in all these ancient religions. What is comparable to Thor and Odin you know, since those are two most popular in other religions that you know of. That's a Zeus. Well, Zeus
0: would be and like
1: Poseidon. I mean,
2: Zeus would be one Thor doesn't
1: I wouldn't say Thor really has a Comparable, I mean, some put it as Mars,
3: okay. the
1: god Mars, the god Ares, from Greek or Roman mythology. Mm-hmm. He's he is a warrior deity, but the god here is much more of that god of war okay. than Thor would be. But but at least with the Norse pantheon, some of a lot of the deities kind of share jobs, right? So they both do this, or they. They'll both kind of take care of this, or you know, he's the main god for this, but he helps out on the side.
2: Okay, who is the god for in the Nordic religions of the underworld or whatever?
1: There is the goddess Hell, which is H E L. Which is she Thor's sister, is...
0: right?
1: No, yeah. Wait, no, she's not Thor's sister. Wait, no, that's right. Yeah, she is Thor's sister. She is half living, half dead.
3: She's so we have different
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's more more like imagine imagine Harvey Two Face,
3: but that's Even the whole.
1: Well,
2: uh, the ton- so, so, ton- so if
1: you think that so if you think the right side is a beautiful woman, the, the left side is Me. a decaying corpse. Oh, There's yeah. also depictions where from the waist up she's a beautiful woman, from oh. the waist down she's a decaying corpse, and flip that. So from the waist up, she's a decaying corpse. From the waist down, she's a beautiful woman. It's, I'll take that. It, a lot of times it depended upon the artist's interpretation of what they were going for.
0: Depends
2: on what time I leave the bar.
0: Oh, no, they basically just yes. made her look like like a badass version of Maleficent in the movies.
1: Yeah. But, but the whole thing was, she was the goddess of the underworld. And it's not the underworld of like a Christianity where you're going to hell, where you're going to heaven. Mm-hmm. There were places that People who did wrong did go, and hell, the goddess Hell was in charge of them. But for the common people, there was a heaven-type place that they went. Huh. So, what- so, so if if you you know if you were a warrior, you wanted to die in battle and go to Valhalla, because the whole point of going to Valhalla was to train with all the other dead soldiers and feast. and and drink and fight to prepare and fight and prepare for the end of the world for the Ragnarok
0: now there was I mean I might be splitting hairs here but there was other ways to reach Valhalla other than dying in battle wasn't there no no and I thought there was like some uh, like exceptions of like this or that like uh, 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 sacrificial shit and stuff like that
1: well um, yes but to the Norse, that was considered battle. Also, okay. So, so basically, like death did,
0: by violence.
1: Yes, yeah, yes, death by violence. So, Got if it. people were, if people volunteered to be sacrificed, like some of the old fu- funerary traditions, when they would do the ship burials, uh, they you might ship? have one or two warriors that would volunteer to be sacrificed to serve their lord in the in the next world. Yes. So they would be assured of going to Valhalla because they willingly sacrificed their lives for that.
0: Yeah.
2: Did they get virgins? That's all I want to know. Were there virgins there waiting for them?
1: No, who wants a virgin? It's too much work.
0: I like this guy. I don't know. Now, did is, is there any proof to them whether or not they actually got people like just all the way fucking turned out of their skulls before sacrifices? I hope so.
1: They usually gave them a potion of herbs to drink, which would, ha- which they would enter a heightened slash altered state of awareness. And through also the drumming, the chanting, the religious rite would put them into an altered state where they would see Valhalla. They would see where they're going. They would see the gods calling them to them.
0: So they, they kind of gave them mushrooms potentially
1: it might have been mushrooms but it was but the, the um you can use hen bean. there are a few other herbs you can use can you get these things on amazon you can grow hen bean.
0: sweet we're doing it <laughs> you
1: have to be careful though because if, if you prepare it wrong it'll kill you
0: oh that's a little or sweet phil's doing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a little
1: too... i'm not no no
0: i'll do it i don't give a fuck
1: and from what I've heard, when you come down off it, it's not the kindest when you come down off it. Like ayahuasca's
0: up. So, uh, Travis, you're going to do it? I mean...
2: Look, looks like I'll be taking auditions for a new co-host. In the name
0: of science. <laughs> hey, my people can prepare, prepare fucking puffer fish. I'm sure I can pull this off.
1: But people still die. Even with the best chefs, people have still died.
0: Not me. That's why I don't eat... I like my fish. You've cook. eaten puffer fish? No.
1: I've always wanted. I've always wanted to. Always wanted
0: to. I, I I totally would. Like like people are like, what if you die? I'm like, what if you do? Like, at least I could say like, I'm one of the like, hey, <laughs> cooler than you. You're gonna just fucking sit in your lazy boy until you melt into it.
1: I'm. And when you when you end up where you go when you die, you have an awesome story to tell.
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm not taking the chance.
2: If I want to die, it's going to be over something I like.
0: I don't know. If I, do, if I do some dumb shit like that, it's going to be all the way, though. Like, I'm going to be bringing my own radio into the Japanese restaurant. I'm going to play, knock, knock, knocking on heaven. <laughs> They'll um, be like, oh, you be, and then I get to get into the whole thing of not believing in heaven. Like, it's just a suitable song. Like, I can't. I'm well,
1: sorry. you can always
0: play Another One Bites the Dust. That's a good
1: one, too. Or um, Candle in the Wind.
0: Just die die slowly, singing.
1: Die slowly.
0: That's a that would be a good one.
1: You're my boy, Blue.
0: (laughs) Fucking just die slowly, die while I'm singing the uh, the that that stupid fucking Dory song from Finding Nemo. Just keep slowly.
3: Yeah.
1: Just keep chewing. I don't
2: just know.
0: die a violent horrific death right in the middle of a restaurant I just shit myself and fucking start vomiting on small children. They're like, what Everybody usually
1: shits themselves when they die. So what's the big deal?
0: They'll be like, what happened? He ate the puffer fish and they'd be like, where McDonald's? And they'd be like, yeah, hey, he just caught it and brought it in and was like, I trust you. <laughs> like, you got this. <laughs> A 17-year-old named Kit Carl. You let, you let him handle it? Like, I'm pretty sure that you only cut off the fins in the head, but I'm pretty sure that's where all the venom is. So we're good. Let's do this. <laughs> Throw it on the Korean barbecue. I don't know barbecue.
1: If I trust McDonald's. I, I probably
0: trust Wendy's, but not McDonald's. Hmm. Oh, well, I don't know what fast food chain I trust the most. I, I don't, don't trust, trust any of them. Even Ar- Arby's used to be good, at least, at not fucking up my order, but they fucked up me in Better Half's order last week. How dare them? Yeah, we just basically did a switcheroo. I got some fucking buffalo chicken sliders and some fucking roast beef and jalapenos. Sweet. Um, and then I ate her goddamn beef and cheddar because they put they put Arby's sauce on. I was like, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was an option, or else I would ask for Arby sauce on all of my fucking sandwiches. They said they put it
1: on. There? You can Arby's yeah. sauce on everything.
0: One, I didn't know that was an option. Their
2: horsey sauce is actually pretty good. I don't too. like their, I don't like horsey sauce, but they will put the Arby sauce on it for you. Yeah, I did not know yeah. this. So I'm saying. I would ask for packets and do it myself. I just
0: assumed you couldn't because not only have they never asked, they also have giant packs of Arby's sauce, which makes me think that oh. they're made for that.
2: That's what, that's what I get.
0: That's- oh my god, you know what the shit is, though? Go into Arby's and you do. they have Arby's sauce next to the ketchup, like in a pump. Mm-hmm. You fucking do 50-50 ketchup and Arby's sauce for your fries. Oh, Fuck my mouth. Uh, 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 no, Arby's sauce, is, you don't need to... Add shit to it. I mean, to each their own. All
2: right. So we're, we were talking about the Norse gods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it? Do you find it a big coincidence that what Christians call hell, hell, they named it for her? I mean, is this a blatant ripoff?
1: It's a blatant ripoff. As I was gonna say,
2: there's which, no which, way
0: that it's just a fucking coincidence.
1: No, but, but you, you also have to um, – this is one thing that most people also don't understand. Back in that time period, if you were going – if you – since most Norse were farmers, traders, that kind of stuff. Right. There, and that was another thing. If you went raiding, you would also trade. It wasn't just I'm going to go to this village and kill everybody. It was you'd, you'd show up to the village or the town and be like, we're not going to be able to take these people. Let's trade with them instead. Oh, we can kill all of them. Let's kill them and take their stuff. So they would make a decision when they got there, but a lot of times, if they, you know, if they decided to trade it, trade, and it was a Christian village, they would just throw on a crucifix and act like they're Christian and trade. Hmm. To to them, it wasn't a I'm converting. It was more of a, I just want to I just want to get goods. So if I got to throw on a crucifix and make the sign of the cross to get a good deal. Okay, fine.
0: That's interesting. You will give me a bogo on your frankincense. Thank you.
1: Yes. But they they, they also traded with Muslims. They traded with uh, all, all throughout um, the Eastern Roman Empire. The Varangian Guard, which was the guard for the Holy Roman Emperors, was made up of Vikings. Hmm. So, the so when the the personal guard for the Holy Roman Empire was the biggest baddest people on the planet.
2: So basically, the Vikings—they were smart. They just weren't great warriors. They were smart, and maybe they yes, were—they were very smart. Maybe their fighting prowess has been overplayed, over up or played up by uh history. They
3: well, it it, it, it I don't I don't even say that.
1: You know, the history was written by Christian monks, so what's more frightening to common people than the picture of this crazed crazed warrior coming at them that's pagan and is going to take their soul? Huh. It, was, it, was, it was propaganda against them. Well, I'm
2: kind of let down now. Oh, I mean, like... I kind of like the idea they were some... Well, from what I understand, know, the, the Navy Seals of the ancient times. From what
0: I understand, they were. they'd still fuck you up. Like They just yeah. didn't fuck you up at... Like just all the time. There's no it, point. It wasn't it, for no reason. Well, because it doesn't make sense. Like if you really think about, it, like even if you have the capability of like absolute, like you know, if if I took all my force and brought it to all your force, I could fuck you up. I'd I'd say arguably probably at least eighty five percent of the time, it's not worth that. You're gonna take enough losses that you're still gonna be hurting from it. So you might as well just fucking be diplomatic about it and get what you want and get out. But and
3: and no matter if you want to no go there. You've-
0: and no
1: matter what you've seen in TVs and movies about what hand-to-hand combat was like back then, it's, you couldn't even imagine it. You couldn't imagine how brutal it was.
3: Oh, I, can, I, can, uh, I You know, know it. in the movies, well,
1: it's, no, you can't. You think about it in the movies, you're like the hero fights one person and then fights another, and then sees his best friend dies, so he's over the corpse, weeping and screaming while the battle's raging around him. Somebody would have just put a sword through him and kept going.
2: Yeah. But that's what pisses me off about movies. I was what was I watching today? Uh oh uh oh the uh GI Joe Snake Eyes origin or Snake Eyes Joe. That was a pretty cool movie. It was, but what pisses me off when you're surrounded by 30 guys with swords,
0: yeah and he can fight them all off yeah or not even that just like like he said like when there's the moment they're like where they're like my son hath been run through by a blade and they like run over and they get a second to like console them and everybody like as if everybody was just gonna be like oh oh no oh there's a guy i'll fight that guy he's he's going through something i mean if you guys hey man you want to fight so and yeah there's a little yeah i don't know i think it might be a family thing so like let's fight now and just leave him alone but
2: in every fight scene in every movie where swords are involved they take turns you could be outnumbered circle them 30 to 1 but they take turns
0: right it's funny how we digressed into that still though because then we get to the point where it's like the civil war and they're like let's stand in a fucking line and shoot each
1: other boys well that came those were Tactics that were used from Napoleonic wars that were, were carried over because the, the way they fought didn't carry over to the technology they had on the battlefield. Hmm. The more uh, you know. Up until recent time, most wars were fought with current technology, but with the ideas of the war before it. Right. So it, it's always the strategy ha- didn't catch up to the technology.
2: Yep, that's how it
1: was. Yeah, but I mean, those battles were so brutal. And back then, that it made more sense to trade than to kill. Plus, there, there there's a reason why when they would raid, they would go after churches and monasteries and places like that. You have a lot of wealth centered in one spot because everybody gave money to the church. So you had all the coins, you had all the gold, jewelry, idols, the whole nine yards, you know, crosses, the whole nine yards. Plus, there were monks. There was there no was nobody there to fight swords you. there. Yeah, there's yeah. no one there to fight you. So you can easily take slaves, because they did everybody sold slaves. So, what, but saying, they would take slaves and sell them. You're saying the And they States would States take all, all the stuff. stuff.
2: I thought we admitted, huh? I thought the United States invented slavery. Jeez.
1: No, no, no. Slavery has been going on since humanity started. I was I was saying, since like, slavery is,
0: like, human trade is probably the oldest trade. Period. Yeah, it dates back to the case. just
1: remember the the world's oldest profession is prostitution. The second oldest is the lawyer.
2: Good point. Hmm. Hmm.
1: But no, but so so, and that's why when the Vikings were written about, they were written about in such terms of fear. Was because if you're going after people who have no way to defend themselves, except praying to God, we saw how well that did for them. Right. That they would write of them as these fearful, horrible people. And it had nothing to do with, we're going to kill them because they're Christian. It was, they have all the money and nobody to defend it.
2: Okay, what was the turning point to where, did they just get tired of fighting, I guess? Or why did they most convert to Christianity over the long haul?
1: Um, In the beginning, it was political expediency. The king conversed... During that time period, no matter what you would do if you were not Christian, people didn't give you good deals, they didn't want to make treaties with you, they didn't want to trade with you, they didn't want to accept you. So in the beginning, converted to Christianity was politically smart, because now the rest of Europe opens up to you so you can trade with England and France and the Holy Roman Empire and Byzantium and all those places. And as time went on, it just kind of became, well, if you're going to trade in those cities, you have to be Christian, too. Hmm. And then you have some of the uh, Norwegian kings and Danish kings that kind of said, we're Christian now or else.
0: Yeah, because I remember I think it was I think Denmark was the first one to really start fucking with it.
1: Yeah, it really was we're christian if you're not christian we're gonna kill you
0: yeah because so, there was there was battle know. there was wars over that
3: yeah
0: like there was in there was infighting between uh was i think nor was it norway or rich or finland like one of them got like super butthurt about the whole fucking thing and like went at it with some earl or whatever the fuck
1: danes did it Norwegian danes
0: did it norwegians did it it was all of them well it, and because like it it's not surprising that it started with the danish because from what i understand the danish were kind of like the smart big brother of the group and were usually yeah. the, like the more affluent and the better with not just being fucking crazy about shit and then uh For,
1: i think i think yeah. more
0: with they, they is the one that they said was a little bit like the little brother was kind of rebellious and wanted to do whatever the fuck you wanted
1: yeah that's a good way to put it for those countries but but again you you had um king there was the Lat uh king hakon the last norwegian pagan king where he came to power and was like nope we're going back to paganism i'm not dealing with this christianity bs anymore we're going back to paganism and they killed him
3: yeah
0: well and and it then, was all
1: right back to christianity everybody
0: well and because i mean and there was there was um I guess deserters before like over the time over time anyway before it became a, a switch.
1: Oh yeah, and, and I I always had a thought that I have no no evidence to back it up really and no historical evidence to back it up, but they think that the uh the, um Lonzo Meadow over in Vinland oh in Newfoundland they think that was actually used for about a hundred years.
0: The settlement?
1: Yes. I mean, it, surprise, it was used man. to repair ships because because they have found um, in nor- northern Canada and some of the Labrador Islands, they've found weights and scales that are of Scandinavian origin. Mm-hmm. So the Scandinavians, you know, in Greenland and in Iceland, were trading with the Inuit. So they think that Lonzo Meadow might have been used for over a hundred years, and they would have had interactions with the First Nations people.
0: Yeah. Well, and even um, now, I don't know, bear with me here, but even like in popular culture, the show Vikings, which I thought yes. I thought it was a great show, it might not be completely accurate, but it's entertaining as fuck. Um,
1: that show is the perfect example of a saga.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it, it's 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 like blown up in in, in yeah. uh I don't even know the word to describe it's, it. But it,
1: it it's it was over the top dramatized, but it really was the saga of Ragnar Lothbrock and his family.
0: Yeah. They which I always found cool. Like obviously it's it's uh exaggerated and everything like that, but I, you know, being a nerd like I am. I was like, oh, I was like it is fucking pretty cool. It's fun to watch. It's got actual historical figures and shit like that, which was bringing me to my point of like in popular culture even still to this day you can visit Rolo the Strider's tomb in France.
1: Yes. So, like yes, it, it, it's it's
0: a, it's a it was a long time coming for the the switch from the Nordic belief system into christianity or something else i mean they all something's gonna it's always gonna be one something's gonna take over everything it just happened to be christianity and catholicism
1: yeah they yeah they they won and that's a long and short of it
2: now let's get there's two there's two (laughs) things damn mike stands popping at me uh there's two things i want to get into okay me and greg well, I've already been in one, so what's the difference?
0: Greg, what the <laughs> fuck, man? You were here and didn't tell me? Uh,
1: now, it was a secret, I'm sorry. I'm sworn a, to secrecy.
0: A dirty, dirty, stinky secret. Now,
2: I want to get into what role did magic and ritual play in these ancient religions, especially the Nordic religion. But before we get into that, how does a practicing modern person who follows the Nordic faith or religion how do they practice in modern society today
1: um it's like they did 1500 years ago you have some people have you'd have a small altar in your house with some god figurines or you could have somewhere outside it's not it's not a you can't think of it in the ways of like christianity there's not really a you have to do this at this time you have to do this at that time It's a much more personal connection Mm -hmm. and it's very simple stuff. You, you don't really, it's not really worshiping them as talking to them. You know, we, we don't ask our gods to do for us. We do for ourselves to honor them. Mm -hmm. So we're not saying, please, Odin, do this for me. We're saying, I'm going to do this and show you that I can do it.
0: Right. Well and then also is is it kind of like without them you wouldn't have what you need to do that thing anyway.
1: Yes because to some degree they they exemplify aspects of yourself. Yeah. Honor, courage, strength, intelligence, wisdom, cunning.
0: Yeah. Like if it wasn't for them you wouldn't have all of those things. So Yes. Yeah. So, so you're not, you're proving yourself to them more than y- utilizing them as a a convenience.
1: Yeah, you're not saying do this for me. You're saying I'm going to do this, and I'm going to try and emulate these aspects of you to enable me to do this.
0: Yeah, and then like because if if a if somebody like I guess now or even back then were to like ask like Odin to sh- like to show them the way on something like that's like you're you're really down and out at that point, right? Yeah, like that's like your last, like you're like you're just pure desperation at that point. If you're like actually requesting something like that,
1: yeah, it's scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, and and and, and not in a asking the god, you know, asking your gods for help with scraping. It's just you're at the point where there's nothing you can do, and you're hoping for that one last little touch of inspiration.
3: Right.
2: So, what I'm taking from this is basically it's more it's a personal relationship or that's more of a modern christianity term but uh, your practice is more personal
1: yes you, you know a, you you will have people who will get together for certain holidays or certain rituals but
2: it's not like but, a, not like every sunday or every whatever day. no
1: no it's no it's not every sunday or every you know two weeks it's hey we're going to do this anybody want to come over yeah sure we'll come over okay. and five or ten people might show up or 20 people or nobody you never know
2: Okay, now let's. But get... it is a
1: much more personal right.
2: path. Right. Let's get to the good shit now. The shit that I'm interested in. What kind of ritual magic did the Nordic religions do in the past? Did they do any? Oh, yeah. Give us some examples.
1: Um, when they would leave for a, a raid slash trading expedition, mm-hmm. they would do rituals and do sacrifices. They would sacrifice animals to Thor, to Odin, um, to Ron, to watch over them on the seas to make sure they got to where they were going, you know, to keep the seas calm. Okay. Be- because back then, you didn't know what it was going to be, you didn't know what, the, what it was going to be like five miles out the sea, let alone going, you know, across the Atlantic Ocean. Right. So... You know that they would make sacrifices to ask the gods to intercede to make the, to keep the oceans calm but if they weren't, they weren't damn you Thor, why didn't you do this for me they went, oh Thor must be challenging me okay, I'm going to meet the challenge head on
2: so it's not, it's kind of like uh, modern religion to a certain extent I relate that to praying in modern religion, basically just without the sacrifice
1: no, because because in modern religions, if you pray for something and it doesn't happen, most people go, "Oh, it's God's plan."
2: Right, but isn't that kind of the same thing?
1: <laughs> no, because for, for the Norse, they wouldn't just say, "Oh, well," it would be, you know, Thor's not in the mood to listen to me today, or and you also have to think they they would see it as. Clure, listen to me, and the ocean was calm for the past five days, but now it's getting choppy. So he's challenging us to see how power, how strong we are. So it would kind of be like, okay, cool, he helped us out. Great. And now he wants to see if we were worth that help.
2: It still seems a little convenient to me. Just playing devil's religion. Advocate. It's
1: always a little convenient.
2: Just, you know, that's my devil's advocate take. It's all,
1: well, no, no, I, oh, I'll... You have to understand, I, I spent time as an agnostic and I'm a huge fu- lover of Nietzsche for philosophy. So I am a skeptic to some degree and I do look at things and go, you know, that's a little too convenient. So right. I, I can give you the reasons they did it, but I'll agree with you. Sometimes it's a little convenient. Right. But then again, this was also a thousand plus years ago.
0: That's what I was going to say. Like Like modern day thought process. Is so far removed from anything that we're dealing with back then. Yeah. Like, we don't think, like, just it, the simplest things. Like, we're like, I'm like, oh man, what was the name of that song? Oh yeah. Hey Siri, blah, 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 blah. See, the motherfucker was listening to me when I said it. Like, back then, it was like, hmm. Shit. Well, God fucking, give me, give me a sword or a fucking rake. We gotta figure something out here.
1: Yeah. And most people didn't really travel that far away from where they were born and they didn't really know what i mean you didn't know what was going on uh 50 miles from you most times let alone in another country
0: right like, or another I, kingdom i was thinking that's so, such a cool thought like just the thought could you imagine being one of these people and going to like fucking Z- zimbabwe and seeing an elephant and be like what the fuck is that thing <laughs>
3: that
0: happened yeah that's what i'm saying like as simple as life may have been back then i feel like it was way more exciting because you could just see a different color of the same bird 20 miles away in a new town and be like well fuck me look at that shit i got somebody something to tell somebody now yeah other than that you had nothing to fucking talk about like what else are you gonna talk about like man life really sucks because we're not a king and a queen but i saw a fucking a different colored bird today
1: and if you had to think about it if you were gonna go somewhere Imagine you go away for six months because you're out at sea. Nobody knows what happened to you. Nobody knows what's happening to you. If you come back, hey, that's awesome, you did. If you don't, okay, they didn't come back. They died. It and wasn't, you know. If you think about it today, where if you're five minutes late, your phone's exploding from ten people asking you where you are. Not me. <laughs> but 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 you understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I'm still back the same back. way as they probably were. If I don't hear from somebody, I'm like, oh, they're probably dead.
1: But but back then, you know, they, they'd be going on – you know, they, they'd go trading and rate rating for six months straight. You didn't know if they made it to where they were going. You didn't know what they were doing. You just hoped they were going to show up in about six months with stuff. And it was a long Plus, time there ago. there were so some so. trade routes where you would have guys – like if they wanted to get glass beads from Egypt, it would take a year and a half to two years to complete that route.
0: What kind of beads?
1: Glass beads, which they which they would use for animal beads sometimes, but that's besides the point.
0: Somebody had to say it. they were starting the lawnmower. <laughs> um, yes, they were. I'm, ter- I'm, I'm telling you, I'm gonna try to deep dive the internet and fucking data mine. I feel like that's how they named Lawn Boy, the tractors and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pulling those beads out.
2: Anyway, but okay, I do have another question now. What does what does how does magic and ritual magic and all that happy stuff play into modern day uh, Nordic religion or Nordic Nordic religion practice?
1: It's still just as important, but yet you don't go when somebody dies. You don't sacrifice a couple people when they die. Usually, it, it's still an important part of the religious beliefs Mm -hmm. Um, you do ritual work you do magic but it's not your it's hard to describe it's not your it's not like the craft or that kind of stuff it's not your calling the corners and doing all of this that comes out of Wicca which comes out of the hippie movement in the 60s
2: damn hippies
1: that's where that really started was the 50s was really the late 50s into the 60s the hippie movement so in Norse beliefs you will do rituals when it comes to the holidays like Yule Beltane, Imbolc, Samhain times like that Okay. and then you have the uh, winter solstice and the summer solstice and the spring equinox and the fall equinox. And you'll do, there are r- rituals you can do for those also. And you can just do it by yourself. You can have just your family, just some friends. There's no requirement to how many or how few.
2: Now, but do some of the ritual work get more selfish? Like do some practi- practitioners kind of, uh, you know, just want to have a better month? So maybe do some sort of monetary ritual or happiness ritual or something like that.
1: Not necessarily a Norse paganism,
2: okay,
1: because a lot of that stuff comes out of the people who started a lot of those beliefs came out of Christian beliefs. So we're going to pray, you know, we're not praying for money. We're doing a ritual to ask the gods to help us make money, help us find money or make money. It's kind of, it's like, we're going to do the same thing. Just put a different coat of paint on it.
2: All right. So it's closer to law of attraction type stuff. Put it out there, but you still have to do the work.
1: Yes. It's a reality. Yes, because Right. Because oh, it, it, it's the whole thing of we're not asking the gods to do it for us. We're doing it for ourselves and using them. Kind of, you also use them as a somewhat of an ideal to live up to. Right. I want to be as wise as Odin. I want to be as strong as thor or i want to be as good of i want to protect my heart at home and be as good of a provider as thor was or if you're going in if you go into battle you want to you know the way tear fought would inspire you in the way you fight but you're not going please Tyr, protect me
2: okay I, i do have one question now we established that the nordic religion basically has for lack of a better term, you know, a good place, a bad place, you know, the typical type. Yeah. Were there also people in even that time, or that religion at least, what we would classify as what or what we consider today Satanist? They worship the other realm, or did they just worship them all in one, all in total? They didn't divide it up like modern Christianity or Christianity.
1: It really wasn't divided up. Because that's, that, that's a, it's not a hard question. It's just two completely different mindsets. Right. They weren't looking at a good guy and a bad guy. Because the gods, while being you – know, with Thor, while being very strong and this, also had a really bad temper and would do stupid stuff really easily. You had Odin, who was wise and intelligent and was the all-father and leader of the gods but had a penchant for sleeping around a lot. Um, you, you look at Loki. He's actually a giant. He's not a god. He's a giant and he's the blood brother of Odin. And he and Thor pound around a lot. And the whole thing with Loki was he'd get them into problems, but he'd also figure, figure a way out of it. So he's not evil. He's chaos. They didn't think in terms of absolute. Right. Whereas Christianity, you have god and then you have the devil which if you actually think about what christianity actually should be you have god and then if you want to call lucifer who is an angel he's not responsible for all the evil in the world his job is to punish the people who've done who've gone against god's will right so lucifer is not evil he's not tempting people he's not telling people to come in evil free will allows you to make the choice whether you want to do what dad says or not do what dad says. If you don't do what dad says, you're going to go to this guy and he's going to torture you.
2: Right. Well, he's like a
0: doorman. And that was always,
2: yeah, I remember. And,
0: and, go ahead.
1: I was saying, if you go back to very early Christianity, there was no fire and brimstone. That came about to scare stupid people. Right. The whole thing originally was if you didn't do what dad said when you died, you wouldn't see God's face or feel God's love. So you were kind of in just. An abyssal plane of emptiness. It wasn't firing brimstone and demons with pitchforks torturing you. What
2: it I, was what I call Tuesday. But
1: yes, but if you think about the common person fifteen hundred years ago, hey, your life really, really sucks. Your kids die young. You easily diseases. Your teeth fall out. You're really working really hard. You never have enough food. And when you die, if you don't do what I say, because that's what God says, if you die, you're not going to see him or feel his love, and you're going. I don't do that anyway. What's your point? You're not afraid, but if the person says to the, you know to the common peasant, if you don't do what he says, you're going to be tortured for all eternity in a lake of fire and all this. Oh shit! I better do what they say.
2: They don't use they don't use the fear tactic
1: that modern. Yeah. Does. Yes. Yeah. So okay. it, there's no abs, There's no absolutes.
2: I do have another question. Now we all know the story of the of the book of Enoch, where the angels. <laughs> Descended to watch over in modern Christianity, uh, the yes. angels came to Earth to watch over the human race. But as always, you know, as most males do, they get a little horny, so they started breeding with the humans and co- mm-hmm. created the Nephilim, which were a race of giants. Now, yes. does the Nordic religion have any kind of tall tale like that that resembles that? Or
1: no, there, there's because mo- almost all of what we know. About Norse religion, about skin, about Norse paganism comes out of the sagas and the eddas. Okay. So there's no Bible in a way. There's no text that says you must do A, B, and C and not do A, B, and C. This has been reconstructed from sagas, from the eddas, from archaeological finds, from runestones. So, and from people looking at stuff and going, this seems like how they would do it. And that's a guess because we don't think the way they do. We as modern humans know what's in the forest. We know what's in the trees. We know what's in the ocean to some degree. Back then, they didn't know what was in the forest. To them, the forest was alive with spirits. When they would feel, when they would hear thunder, that was Thor banging his hammer. Or, you know, a lot of them, Thor must be fighting the giants if there was an earthquake. Thor's fighting the giants, or Thor threw his hammer, and it hit the ground. You know, there were a lot of things that were ascribed to spirits and gods that we today don't.
2: Well, isn't that a little strange that the Nordic religion didn't have these this crossbreeding as much as, like, say, you know, we all know what, you know, there was demigods and other, like, Greek mythology. Like Maui. And Hercules-type You know, every other religion has some sort of, you know, shenanigans going on, even in even to modern Christianity, which has been wiped out a little bit because it didn't fit the the story they were trying to tell. But it, it, yeah. it is there with the Nephilim. Isn't it kind of weird that the Norse don't, or is it more of just kind of more of a story that even those other religions, pagan religions, are more just stories not really they didn't really necessarily believe they it actually happened
3: no
1: it was nothing was written down right all... they sat around campfire they would sit around fires and tell stories they would tell the stories of the gods they would tell about you know the beginning of the world it wasn't written down like how christianity was written down and when it was written down they didn't write down everything they, they only wrote down some of the stories and they only wrote down parts of it. So there's a lot of it that's just been lost to time because it was a verbal religion.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's why like most of the popularized or not popularized, but most of the, like the most popular well-known sagas are like sagas of individual dudes, basically. Yeah. Like it's one, I mean, it'll be one saga that just follows like I, I don't know, fucking some, irik irikson and shit.
1: Well, you you have um, Eric the Red, you have Leif Erikson, There is the saga of Ragnar. You have the saga of the Volsungs. Yeah. You have the Finland sagas. You have there's tons of sagas that are written about individual people.
0: So if you can, take, so you, you don't go ahead.
1: So so you don't get like Christianity or Judaism or Islam or even Hinduism. There's not. A written record it was a verbal religion
3: yeah it like- was
1: a it was wor- word of mouth it was passed down by scalds which were bards in essence and it was passed down by parents telling their kids so there was no centralized spot really you had temples in place like you had a giant temple complex at an area called Uppsala which is kind of the main place but it wasn't like a church every you know in every town and
0: Well and that's what I'm saying. So like, it's if you have books being written about the journeys of one guy that still survived to this day that you can actually get copies of to some degree and read whether they're complete who knows. But like if that's a thing just imagine that times what like like 20 million people Yeah. Just so like this dude, this dude went on a hunting trip, didn't come back for fucking six days. He's supposed to be gone for one. What kind of crazy shit you yeah. see? Boom! Tell you the crazy shit you saw. Fucking saw that thirty eight
2: pounds. And, and half the time and they fucking... were making
1: up the crazy shit to impress their friends.
2: <laughs> so they're normal, like a normal, yes, like, yeah. a normal, like normal human beings, exaggerating yes, the truth. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: I mean,
1: you know, it's the whole thing. You went fishing, and the, the fish that got away was eight inches long. By the time it's two years, it was a great white shark yeah so if you you know so if you think about it if i tell you a story about the fight i was in and then you tell travis that story by the time travis tells somebody else things have changed so that's just human memory
0: yeah it's just a it's a very basis concept really the more you muddy the waters the harder it is to see what's actually there
1: hey have you ever played whisper down the lane
0: uh is that like telephone phone or whatever game, the, the fuck game. yeah
1: yeah some call it telephone yeah. where you know you have you have 15 people in a line you tell person one by the time they get to the fifteenth person, it's completely different
0: exactly, but if fifteenth person doesn't talk to first person it, it, it's, exactly. it it's, it's the word is God at that point like
1: yeah, B- because if I tell somebody a story and they go to their village and tell the story and screw it up there they're, somebody from their village isn't coming back to me. they're just going to keep telling the story, and then you go to the next village and that village screws it up
0: yeah if I started the if I started the mill rumor mill now by the time I got to Taipei or fucking like burma i'd have a big dick yeah no you wouldn't according to them i would and if they say it, it it's real it'd go from two inches down to about quarter inch. of an what if it worked like it'd that though what if i way. what if i started that rumor and somebody in like fucking i don't know siberia yeah. that had a yeah like somebody just in the middle of nowhere fucking some polish farmer that has really good internet is just like this man he's named travis he's from the states he have 17 and a half penis very large penis for Asian American man, But he, and then I'm over here and I'm just sitting there watching it. Like, where's it? Yes, we're in Germany.
3: Grow.
2: All I know is somebody's going to be really disappointed when it comes time. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, what was I going to say? I lost my complete train of thought with the penis
0: talk. Damn it. And now all he's talking, now all he's thinking about is cack.
1: Uh-oh. You should be used to all the penis talk. I know. I you, you think nice. I would
0: be. I mean... Phil talks about dick way more than I do off-camera. No, I'm, like, I'm always like, yeah, man, that was a good F1 race. And he's like, yeah, it reminds me of this fucking dude's dick from back in the day.
2: That, that is not true.
0: It had, it had veins like a fucking professional bodybuilder's <laughs> forearms. Only because he was dehydrated. Yeah, he, t- <laughs> he took salt yeah. tablets for his, on behalf of his dick. Like, I, I gotta, I really gotta be fucking, my dick's gotta be striated tonight, or else I'm not gonna get led
2: <laughs> anyway. So, um, in your opinion, what did because we know modern Christianity stole from
0: ancient everyone, religion. yeah, ancient yeah. religions?
2: In your opinion, what is the most obvious things that modern Christianity sh- stole for, say, the Nordic religion? And then if you want to break it down to some of the other ancient religions as well because we, we covered you know you know the christmas thing how you know christianity kind of fudged the numbers a little just to appease just appease the pagans coming in to kind of lure them in it was a negotiation they, yeah. had, they had to give a little to take a little are there any blatant things that they took from the nordic ancient nordic religion
1: the days of the week Tuesday is Tears Day, Wednesday is Odin's Day, Thor- Thursday is Thor's Day, Friday is Frey's Day, or Freyr's Day. Hmm. So a lot of the days of the week come from Norse gods. You have the concept of Santa Claus is originally rooted in the concept of Odin. No shit. Yes.
2: Did, uh, as long as there's no goat's poem, that's, that's I mean, the mean I'll be all right. If that was Thor.
3: If that If you feels. put...
0: Odin in a fucking red suit. It's, He'd be a pretty gnarly looking Santa, but it would still kind of fit. He'd be like bad Santa.
1: No, no, because because um, with Odin, he could change how he looked. So one of his name, a name he went by, was Harbard, and that would be a would be a handsome man. Hmm. It's A H A R B A R D, but it's Harbard. Well, so that would be a handsome man.
0: Well, because didn't they say that like? Wasn't there a whole thing of like Odin would like walk amongst them?
3: Yes, as like
0: an old man in a cloak.
1: Yeah, he'd be an old man with a cloak and a hat and a staff. What, yeah. like the like? If you watch Lord of the Rings movies, the concept of Gandalf, that yeah. look comes from Odin. That hmm. old wizard with a big hat and a cloak and the big beard and the staff—that comes from Odin. This
0: is this is another one of my. Fuck you, Phil. I know shit moments.
1: And the interesting part about Odin was he had an eight-legged horse, which is what he rode around on.
0: What does that sound like? That's what I want to know. That just sounds like overkill.
1: Extremely loud.
0: It sounds like a fucking deathcore song. Just.
1: <laughs> it, it, it probably would sound like blast beats.
0: Oh, man, that's great.
1: I have to imagine. Yeah. Um. I have a but... question. I have a
2: question for you. Now this just might be me, but Travis is big into metal. Uh And why is it that it seems like the uh, Norwegian type countries Uh are much more heavier, much more even today's what we view today as satanic. Most of those bands are, you know, those bands are heavier, more so than here in the states, which you know we're are debaucherous asses i wonder why that is is there something about the ancient I religion think,
0: i think it has well, something to do with like it just a fuck you like i feel like there's a, there's a jaded to... little kid syndrome kind of thing with some people in that area because of how like the religious aspect went down over time but i feel like they're just they're just all the way like no fuck that guy i'm not like him i make music against him
1: well, what actually happened was I, I know Phil. You'll remember some of the bands like Mayhem, or mm-hmm. you should know them, Travis. Bands, like fucking the,
0: Celtic Frost. All yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of those satanic, the the black metal from Scandinavia. That was a rebellion against the Christianity. That it was very prevalent over there, especially in Norway. Not as much in Denmark, but really in Norway. Um. And then what you had was a lot of those bands started to go, wait a minute. Satanism, as they were talking about it, isn't the opposite of Christianity. It's just a part of Christianity. So if we want to be opposite Christianity, we need to go back to the old religions. So that's why a lot of those black metal bands became Viking metal bands.
3: Hmm. Same Marf. music.
1: Oh, I love a Marsh. Their lead singer run as part owner of a company called Grimfrost. that's sick which is which is all viking stuff i i have a lot of jewelry and t-shirts and my kids have t-shirts and sweatshirts and my wife has jewelry from them and everything else and but we, they're good they're absolutely awesome but yeah the the, the lead singer of i'm gonna mark one of the other oh
0: that was a good ear itch. and we also have to while we're on the subject of like norwegian black metal and shit like that personal opinion it's not good
1: my, you know my it's opinion. okay but it was a little too it, it it.
0: it's like the beatles i i see what it i see what it did and i see yeah. what it helped create but it's just not really my thing
1: yeah I, I i like the viking metal a lot better
0: oh yeah dude i love playing viking christmas on christmas that's my Vic, christmas yeah. music
1: you know I just, it just seems my christmas music is many years ago if you remember tales from the crypt yeah they did a Christmas album where it's the Crypt Keeper.
0: That's amazing. I
1: and it's all that. like Deck the hearts with parts of Charlie.
0: That's awesome. I need to find it.
1: And that I listen to that album every Christmas because it just makes me smile.
0: Or the uh the covers sick, Gregory. The covers album yes, of uh Nightmare Before Christmas is pretty dope.
3: hmm But it's I got did, like
0: corn on it and shit. I, I or corn also did jingle balls. Jingle ball it's just like super heavy yeah. down tuned guitar. Just, for no reason
2: i just find it very fascinating balls and, no not balls Fuck. i see them every day especially two
0: if you're lucky if i stop by give you a little taste
2: i have my own set i don't need to see anybody else's uh but it's the norwegian bands are just so blatant in it to where the american stuff is they don't play it up that's why well, i asked they don't play it up as
0: well because back in the day like Doing it now is kind of cliche, but back in the eighties when nobody was doing that shit, everybody was like, even if they even if they hate you, they're like, look at that shit.
2: Well, but the- or now they say
0: hail Satan on stage and like, fucking even like people will be like, Well it's a Satan worshiper, and I'm like, no, it's just, no, just normal. But that's that's kind of my point. The I don't say normal; it's it's normalized more so than it was when this shit first started. Even you look at like in the 70s and whatever with you know black
2: sabbath deep purple Deep purple uh led zeppelin. led zeppelin you know these were all bands that had that negative thing but they played into it they didn't ozzy osborne is not the, the prince of darkness he just played a role
0: they yeah know. and like, yeah. They, they tell the story about the bat and i'm like that was not him being badass—that was him fucked out of his mind. Because I'm coast. pretty sure he also snorted ants at a party with like Motley Crue or he some shit.
1: Yes, I heard. I... Yes, he did. And the whole thing with the bat was there were rubber bats on stage, and for the show he was putting the heads off. And somebody found out about it. So the next concert, when he was doing that, they threw a live bat up on stage, and he picked it up. they had, they had like it, not made a bat unconscious, you know, knocked it out.
0: He did
2: apparently... and threw it
1: on stage for him to do. He did it. Wasn't it wasn't planned. It was an too. asshole thing.
0: There was also a dove incident, but it just
1: seems. Well, to... yeah, that that was the first album when he and Sharon were supposed to be releasing Doves, and he was so whacked out of his mind. Yeah,
0: again, it was <laughs> mostly just because he yeah. was fucked up, <laughs> but that's,
2: yeah. that's kind of what makes it interesting to me is most of, you know, the Western bands and even, you know, the British bands, they just played into it. They didn't, they didn't give a shit one way or the other, but they played into it to where it seems like the Norwegian should take their shit a little bit more serious and they're more about the lifestyle.
1: You also Depending have to band. remember, I mean, there wasn't a lot for them to do over there. Okay. During that time period, there weren't a lot of jobs. A, lo- a lot of these guys that were in these black metal bands were on public assistance, or hmm. they worked a crappy part-time job. So to them, it, it became their identification and their lifestyle, because hmm. they didn't have one.
3: Hmm. Well, and I,
1: they and they were rebelling against the institutionalized christianity that was really blatant over there at the time
0: yeah and it just grew exponentially too because once once you got to the point where you had like when bands like mayhem were i mean pop as popular as they were back in the day cuz it was not like they were fucking killing charts everywhere but, no they weren't yeah no but after that you just had this fucking ripple effect of other bands for the last 45 years biting a style and dick writing basically because it all like it really blew up with like the church burnings and yeah. um what's his tits from mayhem killing himself dead yes ne- yes dead his name was dead if yes. you want to watch have you seen lords or uh, lords of chaos
1: He he, oh yeah I love that movie. He's Dead at I know Phil. I remember, I remember when that happened. When dead when the reports were that dead cut his wrist and then blew his head off.
0: Do either you need to switch oxygen tanks or anything anytime soon? Like, are we good?
1: Um, I just switched mine a couple minutes ago, so I'm good.
0: See, he already answered me. So yeah, I'm good. But yeah, like that. That's really where all the shit. I mean, it's it's still it's still noticeable and prevalent to this day. Like just bands like. The Showed fuck
2: was photo. that? I it sounded, like, it sounded like
0: a fucking bobcat banging a like one of those four foot tall Barbie dolls outside of your house.
3: <laughs>
0: but um, or yes, like um, fucking Whitechapel. There's a band named yeah. after one of the churches that was burnt down. Well,
1: no, that was the district that Jack the Ripper worked in. Was the Whitechapel district of England?
0: Oh, oh was it? I thought Whitechapel yeah. was a a church that got burnt somewhere.
1: No. Huh. That's where That's
0: Jack even,
1: the root it's Ripper. It's the dog. Okay, sorry. Damn. Well, well, my was it the, the Chalupa
2: Cabra? Or... Yeah, Chalupa's yeah. over there whining. She's right. No, she's right here. She's snoring. That, she's sleeping. Is she? That's <laughs> her snoring.
0: That's her snoring?
2: Yes, yeah, her eyes are closed. It sounds
0: like a squeaky fart.
2: <laughs> she's sleeping. Her eyes are closed. Dude, that dog's dead. No, I see she's breathing. We're good.
0: No, that's just a residual. That's that's reactionary. That thought she's been dead since was 07.
2: Anyway, yeah, I think Whitechapel was uh, I've maybe it was both, but I know Whitechapel was an area in that Jack the Ripper.
0: Oh, no, I'm probably wrong. But, <laughs> like, very, very but either way, I mean, the what we really need to take from this conversation is Phil Bozeman, S tier vocalist. He's the vocalist for Whitechapel. Yeah. He's fucking really good.
2: Well, that's a topic I want to get into. We're gonna to have to cover one day.
0: Oh, speaking of covers, I'm, I'm one of these days I'm gonna make you watch how when he covered a uh Suicide Silence song at the Mitch Lucker Memorial concert. Randy Bly from <laughs> Lamb of God did one too and fucking killed. Really? It. Oh, you didn't see those?
1: Awesome. No, I haven't seen oh, them Oh, it's yet. on
0: yeah, they have like like full on live videos on YouTube if you search it. Randy Bly did uh, you Only Live Once, uh-huh. um, Phil Bozeman, and this is with Suicide Silence, where, like certain members of them, depending on what, uh-huh. which one, and then Phil Bozeman did um, Unanswered, I think.
1: Oh, cool. I'll have to check this out.
0: Yeah, there's other ones. I don't remember what they are, though, because I love me some Whitechapel.
1: Yeah.
2: Alright, I got. I have a question, though, for you, Greg. Sure. Getting back to magic, there in the Nordic religions, there was no type black black magic or whatever, you know, Magic to do harm to others? Of course there was. Oh, okay. It's called an axe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course there was. That was common. You would curse your enemies. You would put a curse on your neighbor because he's more successful than you. You would put a curse on the guy that slept with your daughter when she wasn't supposed to, she wasn't going to be marrying him.
2: But there was no negative connotation to it like there is in today's society. You know, those people weren't labeled outcast or, you know, today we label somebody like that. Oh, heaven forbid, you know.
0: Yeah, they were just dicks.
2: A modern Christian would blow, you know, their heads would explode, you know, if they find out somebody did that kind of stuff in today's society. Back then it, it was... was
1: I mean, it was frowned upon because it's, it's, it's not cool. You know, it was still frowned upon because... You know, if you want – if you're pissed that your next-door neighbor is more successful so you curse him, that's kind of frowned upon because if he's more successful, your ass should put in the work to be better than him. So you're taking a shortcut. Hmm. So they would some degree frown upon shortcuts, but the other part was you didn't go around saying I did this to X.
2: You didn't advertise it in other words.
1: No, no. It's – like Plus, not... usually you wouldn't do it. You would find a priestess or a seer or somebody like that to do it for you. I mean, right. you could do it yourself and th- they did it themselves.
2: I mean, did they but... Did they have like what, like a shaman type?
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, they they had a, I
2: She mean, was like called a, rit- a vulva.
0: Did you say Volva?
1: Vulva, yes. She was, that was what they called a female priestess, was a vulva. Makes sense.
3: Hmm.
1: And um, because the goddess that is associated with magic is Freya. She is also the goddess of cats and her chariot was pulled by nine cats. Which boggled my mind because you can't get two cats to do what you want, let alone try to get <laughs> nine of them.
3: She so, had uh, a
2: pussy <laughs> wagon? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Greg, Travis does the jokes around here. Nobody else is allowed to do the fucking jokes.
0: All I got <laughs> on was kill Bill. <laughs> That dude's truck, fucking Buck's truck that said pussy wagon on the back. He said, my yeah. name's Buck,
1: and I'm here to fuck. <laughs> but but so, and the interesting part was, usually it was up to the priestess to conduct the rituals, but you would have male vulvas. And what would happen, because ma- magic was much more associated with f- female than male the chalice. The male vulvas would actually dress in, would wear a woman's dress to perform ceremonies. Hmm. But it wasn't in like a transvestite cross-dressing or anything like that. It was just, this is part of what I am using to get into the correct headspace to be able to reach what I need to to perform the ceremony.
2: Hmm. Very
0: interesting. Hmm.
2: I was if you that-
1: watch, if, if you go see the Northmen, I want to see no that, that
0: shit. Out. Is it good?
1: It, um, I haven't seen it just because I don't go to movie theaters. Yeah, fair enough. But everything I have read and heard and from people who I know that are way more into Norse paganism than I am, and especially in like, the history aspects, um, they've said it's very good. And it is completely worth seeing. But there, there's a scene in which there is a male vulva doing a Ritual, and he's in a woman's dress.
0: Oh, excellent!
1: So it's they—they really did a good job keeping a lot of historical stuff.
2: Okay, Uh, no, I'm going to go a little off topic because I have heard some people talk about the Northman movie, talking about how there is a little wokeness to it. Wokeness, yes. And thinking of what you just said with that scene, you know, that could be in today's terms thinking of you know them playing up to the. All those letters, which I can't remember,
1: the LGBT Alphabet plus, mafia? yeah,
2: that that's I just the call it the Alphabet Mafia. It, you know, that's maybe it's been misinterpreted as them playing up to that. But from what you just said, that was actually practice back then. So it really had no modern society take to it at all.
1: Correct. Yeah. There, there's no. Oh, we're doing this because we want to be woke. No, that was just what was done.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But but it wasn't done out of any sexuality ideas or gender preference or anything like that it was part of ritual work
2: so maybe the director and producers weren't taking that social stand they were just being accurate in the fucking telling of a story
1: yes they're being extremely accurate in the telling of the story
2: but that doesn't sell modern it clicks on in modern times So we have to you
0: know. well and i mean we're talking about a a, a society that arguably values the female aspect of that society more than most modern people do
1: well in general norse society (laughs) women did have more freedoms they could own property they could ask for divorce um they were warriors now nobody knows to what degree they don't think it was like you see on vikings with you know oh you had you know 30 women on the ship along with 40 guys Nobody really knows, but there were, there were, were female warriors.
0: I like to think that it was like that. Like that makes it even more badass to me. If it's just like, it if there's just like yeah. a whole boat of just women, and they're like, look at these women, they come to plunder my lands as if they could do such a thing, and then like just in the middle of that, just fucking sword in the face.
2: Yeah, that's what's kind of amusing to me a little bit. These ancient religions did not treat women the same way as Christianity did
1: well no because Christianity is a complete male religion right there is no female deity the closest you can get to is the Virgin Mary which I'm I'm sorry she must have been really good at spinning lies to get Joseph to believe that it was a virgin birth
2: yeah who was it was it Eddie Murphy had a bit about oh you better be the son of God kind of thing
1: well there, there are some historians that think really what happened was that she was probably raped by Roman soldiers. So they told everybody it was a virgin. So when ev- everything happened, they said it was a virgin birth because they didn't want to say that eh, he was. Uh, you know, his mom was raped by a couple of Roman soldiers. I don't. That's how she got pregnant.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just find it so fascinating that the Christianity took, ripped off, plagiarized so many ancient religions. But they stuck their guns. Well, we're not gonna take this. That's, well, they just—that's stupid. They have, just claiming rights and shit.
0: They just took a fucking a block of clay that already existed and they formed it into their vase.
1: Yeah, and, and the whole thing is, if you really, it, thing is, I I grew up Catholic, and I studied a lot of different groups of Christianity, and one of the things you're gonna find in every Bible is, you know, where it says, you know, Jesus said something to the effect of. You know, you know the Ten Commandments, but the new commandment I give to you is love one another as I have loved you. In essence, don't be a dick to people. Be cool, like everybody. You know, treat everybody like I'm treating you. Be cool.
0: Just live by the golden rule. Well, that's I say that all the time. I'm like the the good parts of every thought or like thought process or belief system are the fucking same things.
3: Yeah.
0: It's always just, don't be a it's, piece of shit. Don't fucking. Don't kill people. That don't don't die. Kids. Yeah. Like yeah. there's just a pretty, there's a basic line of things that poo pooed by almost every thought process
1: or but, religion. But it, but it gets forgotten about because you add humanity into it. So you add people with their petty desires and petty wishes and petty power struggles, and they look at and go, Oh, I can take this and make myself better than everybody else. And that was,
0: that was I'm always the one Lord of our arguments of God. when, uh i had some jehovah's witness that would frequent my house back in the day because i would have respectful rebuttals to what they were talking about no dude i'm pretty Actually, sure it was I a, i'm pretty sure i became a training stop like the same guy the same guy would come with a different younger person like every couple <laughs> of weeks because mm. he'd come up and he'd be like well you know 400 men are going to run the kingdom of jehovah and they're going to they're going to rule diplomatically blah, blah 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 and i was like no they're not you can't guarantee that. He's like, but they're gonna be pure in the eyes of 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 God. And I was like, that's fucking impossible. If God is real and God made all this shit, he the his first fuck up, he fucked himself for life by giving us free will. Free will is if that's if it is the downfall of man.
1: For for a while, I lived in one place, and we used to get Mormons that would come by. Excellent. And. I would always invite them in, offer, you know, if it was, you know, winter or summer, whatever, invite them in, offer them something to drink. You know, would you guys like a glass of water or something? And I would sit down, and I'd talk to them for 45 minutes to an hour.
0: Same. And after
1: about the third time, they stopped coming around.
0: Honestly, oh, I didn't have that. They kept, The Jehovah's Witness kept coming to my house.
1: I would have loved that they kept coming, but no, they stopped because they realized I knew more. <laughs>
0: well, in the, that's what I always... I liked about those Jehovah's Witness dudes that would come by because they never were just like, well, you're fucking wrong, stupid. They are like, okay with well, this, and I was like, okay, as long as, as long as I'll play ping pong with the yeah. facts, like we can do this, like nobody gets angry. Yeah. It's just like they say you yeah, can't talk politics. Angry? I can talk politics with fucking anybody. And
1: yeah, They weren't mean.
0: Yeah, like 1% of the time somebody would get mad because I'm like, I don't really fucking care that much, but like here's what I think. Yeah. I don't know. I do have one question I have to bring up about about Gregory and his experience with his uh, belief system that he has chosen to follow. Shoot, do you have? Uh, and I, you know where this is going to go. Do you wear jewelry or have any tattoos that?
3: Oh yeah. Center.
0: Yeah. Do you ever have a problem with somebody mistaking it for a tie to racism?
1: Honestly, no. I have. I have been wearing a uh, Thor's Hammer and Mjolnir pendant for years, and I have never once had anybody look, ask, look at me and ask me if I was racist or I was a white supremacist or anything like that. I've never gotten that, and I don't know why people do.
0: Well, it's because th- there's oh. there, there's groups out there that do um, align themselves with a Norse
1: yeah, thing, you, if, you, whatever yes, it may I, be. I have, kn- I have known many white supremacists who were who espoused norse paganism as their religious beliefs yeah and if you really want to go by it there's no way in hell norse paganism has anything to do with one person being supreme over another considering that they traded all over the world
0: and i'm not i'm not saying it does it's just it's it's, it's something that had to be brought up i think
1: well you also have to understand a lot lot of that comes from neo-nazism and the the Nazis using some of the norse rings
3: Mm -hmm.
1: for their symbols yeah so well that's that's kind of i I mean i understand it but i'm not saying it's it's true
0: i'm just saying yeah you know what i mean like there's there's people out there and other people are going to think things because of those people
2: well that's what's kind of interesting about it everybody knows the most common and the most well-known is the swastika Yeah, which is a sign of peace in hinduism
3: yeah
1: it's a sun wheel yeah
2: and the german the nazi party took that and fucked it up for eternity Mm -hmm. yes it's but i wonder why the some of the other stuff isn't so much mainstream
1: well the uh lightning bolts on the ss uniforms are runes but that's so small and people look at them as lightning bolts, not runes. Oh yeah. Where where and the other thing is the swastika was on everything.
2: Right, that's true. That was kind of the if
1: I was gonna say, if you grew up in the nineties and watched the history channel, we used to call it the Hitler channel because there was always something on the Third Reich on.
2: Oh, it's still today. I yeah. saw I saw yeah. three or four things today when I was yeah, the guy. I still watch it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, all the time. But that's the whole thing is because that was on their flags, their armbands, their pins, their uniforms, their vehicles. It was everywhere and anywhere. Um, if you watch movies like Triumph of Will and you see the pageants, they had people holding, tor- you know, 5,000 people holding torches and a swastika symbol walking. Right. So it was their main symbol. So that's why no matter what any culture or anybody else wants to say, you can't use that symbol. Yes. We all know what it means, what it really means. But unfortunately, may- maybe you know, 2,000 years from now, it'll be able to be used again for what it actually is. Adolf
2: <laughs> fucked it up for everybody.
0: I was going to say, how long do you think it's going to be until the name Adolf is openly used again to name kids? It should <laughs> never be that. For one, it's a, it's a shitty name beforehand.
1: Before- well, Go
3: ahead.
1: Adolf Hitler's family after World War II swore that they would never have children to let the last name die out.
0: Yeah. I was like, damn, I don't know about that.
1: No, no, there's a couple cousins or something, I think, still alive in Germany that are in their, like, 80s or 90s. But none none of, they all swore to never have children.
2: Wouldn't it it just be simpler to change your fucking name instead of kill off the family?
1: Well, back then they didn't understand genetics and how they could have kids, and it wouldn't mean they were going to have another Hitler. Right. It was just more the shame of what he did
2: i can see that
1: and they the kind of say like we're sorry and we're gonna let this go away you know we're gonna end this line in this name so we're falling on the sword for yeah, yeah. like as yeah. if every
0: yeah. fucking two generations of that family lineage it was like that okay so this was hitler 40 like a, 1200 years ago genghis khan same family uh
2: <laughs> but genghis had he had plenty of offspring. Well, yeah, there's still what is like, it? one in 10 one or,
1: quarter of Europe uh, has genetic markers from him. Yeah,
2: I think one in what was it? One in 100 people or something like that. Like they have yeah, some in, type of in genetic the, connection to Yeah. In the world have, yeah. a,
0: have a connection. Well, when you have like a thousand concubines, like fuck. Who I mean, the I just fuck? Don't know how he had the
1: time for it all. That's <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: Like, how did his I mean,
1: dick not fall off earlier? I mean, I mean, it would be like every, I mean, you'd have to go through like three a day just to take every one in a year
0: like you'd have to be fucking like you'd have to have some sidekick guy like rolling up on his horse with one of your fucking side chicks on the horse with him and just like throwing them on to you while you're riding and they'd be like you're done all right switch Actually, you know what there. i think
1: he had? I, mean, I think he had a wheel with all the names and he would just spin the wheel every day like I mean, every like shit, four hours like, he'd spin the wheel
0: at any given time you, you know he's connected to like 50 percent of any female he sees so he's just like yeah mirror
2: i mean here's the thing i like fucking as much as the next guy but jesus at some point at that point i'm just like oh really not again
0: yeah we're, we're they were built different back then
1: yeah and i remember he he was he was the con he was the great Genghis Khan. he probably just laid down and they did all the work
0: he's also um like inflation-wise by far the richest person to ever live yeah. Like they say there's not a trillionaire, there hasn't been one, but like if you inflate it and take what his land and like just possessions in general on top of like monetary value, he was like a fucking he had like twenty or thirty trillion dollars worth of shit in land.
1: And and he actually killed his conquest and killed enough people to lower the Earth's average temperature by like a degree or two. And
0: allowed a lot of Europe to be reforested. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. That motherfucker. He, he's literally one of the most influential people yeah. of all time. So he was the Al Gore
1: of the ancient world. But
0: nobody he talks about, he's literally, it's like one of the most interesting historical figures to fucking dive into is that dude. And yeah. like, no, no, he
1: wasn't the Al Gore of the time. He was the, I don't even know. Well, he was solving
0: global warming before it was a problem. Like, he's, like, he's basically Vlad the Impaler's daddy.
1: Yeah, he he made like Stalin and Hitler and Pol Pot and Mao Zedong look like amateurs.
0: He was just more open. He up, was like, the equal the, opportunity. The back
3: daddy. Huh?
0: He was just more equal opportunity with who he killed. He didn't go like, no, just them. He was like, oh, wait, yeah, you don't want to give did. me stuff? Die.
2: Yeah. Oh, well. I'd like that?
0: I wonder. I hope it was like super childish too. Like he's sitting down at the table talking to somebody like about like, trading some lands and goods and stuff like that and they're like we want to make this work Genghis, but like we need you to come down a little bit and he's like and, like just out of nowhere he just like throws a fucking turkey like he's like fuck you and just starts snapping people over the table like throwing shit at people trying to get them to run while they're running away
1: so, or you're sitting there and they're like you know you need to do this he's like no 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 nine, nine, like, nine, nine, nine. he just stomps his feet and walks off and like why don't you <laughs> kills, three, k- kills three servants just cuz. I just you know. see
0: like this, the, like the biggest, most violent, childish rant ever in my head. Like, yeah, like fucking jumps across and stabs somebody with a fork and then like takes the guy's crown off and throws it at the dude nice and just starts fucking kicking and punching.
2: <laughs> okay, since we're talking about historic figures, since we're coming up on two hours, let's finish this talk.
0: God damn, we are, aren't we? Let's this is fin- a good one. Let's
2: finish this talk on Aleister Crowley. Give us your opinion. on
0: <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> well,
1: it's interesting. We're, talk, we're
2: talking about magic. Genghis and- Khan
1: to Aleister Crowley. Let's take a sharp left turn now. Um, Aleister Crowley was very interesting and very amusing. He was not the evilest man alive. There are many people who hold that title well above Hitler. Him. Genghis Khan. No, 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 no. <laughs> Khan wasn't evil because he just went after everybody. This is what you did. Yeah. yeah. He was just better Nelson
2: at it. To, I was trying to justify my hard segment, oh. but that's okay.
0: But yeah, Khan okay. was, was, just, he was like, that's just, he was just better at what everybody else did at the time. Yeah.
2: Kill him and fucking, all right, got
1: yeah. it. The, 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 the thing with Aleister Crowley was he was a, they call it right-hand path magic. He was a ceremonial magician. And he also lived at a time when you had a lot more access to things Like, you could go sleep in the pyramids. You can't do that today. He could go, you could disappear for six months and hold these gigantically long magical rituals that take six months to do and not be interrupted. Of course, he was also very wealthy, so that helps a lot. Usually does. But you could disappear and do this, and your cell phone wasn't going off. People weren't tweeting you and texting you and calling you and... There was none of that. So you could say, I'm going to do this, I'll be back. And everybody went, all right, cool, see ya. And he went off and did it. He was a ceremonial magician. That's what he was.
0: So basically, Aleister Crowley was the and Pope. He was a power bottom. He was the Pope mixed with uh, the whole storyline of the movie Big Fish.
1: Yes. Yeah, he, he did tell a lot of... Plus, plus, if you think about it, that time period, Aleister Crowley was a power bottom. And that was... You know, having sex with men wasn't really looked down, it was looked down upon, but not that much back then.
0: It was
2: looked
1: but down upon from w- the
0: theater above,
1: <laughs> yeah. Hot. But to the Christianity of the Christians of the time, he was a power bottom and he didn't, wasn't Christian, and he did all these things that they went, Oh my god, I can't believe he's doing that. So, them a- calling him the evilest man alive would make sense.
2: Now, do you think he was actually good at magic, or do you think it's been blown? out-proportional little
1: bit. some of column a some of column b he was a very good ceremonial magician and very good at what he did but it kind of goes along that whole the, the story of going fishing he said i did this and then he's then somebody else asked him, he says well no i actually did this because he needs to make himself look bigger than he was and he so could, he's going to inflate his story
0: and he could still do, do that re- back then yeah Like if you it do was say, very
1: hard to, you couldn't fact check
0: yeah if so he says he said, go ahead
1: uh, so if he said I did this ritual and it took us three months and we did all this and this is what happened people went oh really cool that's awesome and that's amazing because you couldn't dispute it
0: yeah because he's doing this stuff in like fucking Morocco yeah so or, nobody um, like oh, the, oh let me phone my buddy Jim
1: yeah, yeah like, or the house on Loch Ness that was bought by the one guy from Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page Which, Jimmy Page, but that house is very haunted anyway. Right. But Crowley was a very amazing, intelligent, ceremonial magician.
2: Right. Well, there's a lot of people that say that ritual, because the house that j- on Loch Ness was where he was supposedly doing that six-month ritual. Yeah. And he did not finish it. And there's many people that believe he opened the door and since he did not finish it, it's remained open. That is where the Loch Ness monster came from. All the cryptids come from. Not cryptids. I'm sorry. Where Loch Ness came from, and also that people have given him credit for the that ritual opening portal up. Basically, in is when the UFO craze of the started in the 40s took off.
1: No, because the, 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 if you look at rock art from the American right. Midwest, from First Nations people from 3,000 years ago, they're talking about aliens.
2: Right. And and if you
1: look at South America and a lot of their temples, they're talking about beings from the sky that caught them things. The, the Christian Bible with Ezekiel going up into the sky and coming back down.
3: Well, the, that, the, you know, you so talk interest.
1: about the Book of Enoch with the Nephilim. That right. could have been aliens that came down. Right. And, so I, I, I don't ascribe any You're of right. that to Crowley, especially but like Loch Ness. There were reports of Loch Ness right. monster before Crowley.
2: But that is a perfect example of the story growing. Like about yeah. Well, how his legend far outgrew what he could really do. Yeah. But like you were saying, there was there's UFOs in the Renaissance paintings.
0: Yeah. There's UFOs in Egyptian hieroglyphics. Right. Yeah. It's it's That's it's omnipresent. Right.
2: But, yeah. is, and but Crowley is a perfect example of the hype being built. I caught a fish this big, kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, as I said, you caught a fish that was eight inches. Two years later, it's a great white shark. Right. You know, it's plus the thing about Alistair Crowley was he hated
0: um, L.R.H. He hated what? I'm sorry, L. Ron Hubbard
1: from Scientology. Oh, oh yeah, I uh,
0: heard like the as, best thing he L- said about Ron him was Hubbard, that he was interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they did do ritual work together a little bit.
2: Didn't the him those two plus what was it? H. P. Lovecraft? Wasn't he involved in that with him? Or who's the other one?
1: No, it wasn't HP Lovecraft. It, it was like... oh I forget who it was. Oh I'm fucking.
2: Oh fuck. I have to pull up my notes. But it was Crowley
0: or because Well I'm pretty sure somebody Hubbard... that was like close to Crowley no, ended was... up going with L. Ron Hubbard. It
3: was some...
1: no, it was somebody that was oh. kind of in between L. Right. Ron Hubbard and Crowley. You oh, knew what both the fuck? of them. And what the fuck was L. Ron about? Hubbard stole his wife his girlfriend. Right, yeah. And place. so he tried to do some magical ritual against L. Ron Hubbard, laid out his room, like traveled with all the stuff he needed in his robes and everything.
2: Yeah,
0: I think covered. I was gonna say it's too late because Ron Hubbard was already doing a, a magical thing with that guy's girlfriend, apparently.
1: Yeah, he was doing a lot, a lot of people's girlfriends, actually.
3: I'm
0: trying, that's gonna drive me crazy. We'll think of it after we stop. I yeah. know
2: we talked about it in our, in our, uh, Scientology the
3: episode,
2: in our crap. Crowley episode. I know yeah. we talked about
3: it. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: Phil wouldn't let me do a Scientology episode forever. I think I finally got <clears> him. <throat> oh, we're you gonna. You have to do a Scientology.
2: That's what I said. I don't want Tom. You know how bad it would look if I had to kick Tom Cruise in the nuts. Of course, I don't have to raise my foot up.
0: I was gonna say, yeah. So who cares? Fuck Tom Cruise.
1: I don't. So, so Scientology me... is so much fun to make fun of. But I. Don't... It's so easy.
0: I'd be more worried about John Travolta.
2: They don't fuck around. They come after you.
0: What do they have what, what what can they come after?
2: I don't have it's not much. like they're
0: shutting down our fucking income stream. They just start another YouTube channel and shit and just be like, Well, there you go, guys. Here we are. Maybe we'll do
2: First a, the
1: night too, you know.
0: Maybe we'll do a Scientology fucking
2: episode here soon. But I'd like to do the L. Ron Hubbard story, not necessarily Scientology.
0: I mean, it's this one and the same. But kind of deal with most of the most interesting shit about L. Ron Hubbard happened before the Church of Scientology sure. was formed. When he was in the military. <laughs> right. This fucking he, weirdo. I mean, let's be honest, there's not much
2: he
1: was, he was an idiot in the military.
0: That's what I'm saying. But was it was like, fucking funny and it's fun to talk about.
1: Oh yeah. He launched torpedoes at something that wasn't there. I mean. Yeah.
0: That there was known that there was nothing really there. Yeah. And he also engaged in battle with an an inhabited Mexican island. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't battle. He that was target practice. Like he was yeah, testing he was doing weapons testing on a populated fucking Mexican island. Yeah, don't waste it. He's like, oh, I
2: don't know. <laughs> we will do a Scientology episode.
0: Yeah, fuck you guys. Maybe,
2: because we actually... we
0: gotta we'll sit- try to get Leah Romini on here.
2: We, <laughs> we got to actually sit down and plan a few more episodes, because we only got three three more planned after this. Sure. Yeah.
0: I knew we only had a couple, because I know I got two. Do I have next week? I have next week. Yeah, you have next week. Yeah, and then, and then the have, week after that. Yeah, we have next week is
2: uh, Travis Walton, yeah. Then I have uh, the Solder Kids, mm-hmm. and then we're doing uh, Sarah, Kiwi Wee yes Serial Killer. That's all we have planned. Of course, there'll be a a week off in between there.
0: Yeah. So we're a month out. Yeah. That yeah. seem see, that was a, that was a good segue. Good job, Phil.
2: I do have some podcasting skills. Not many.
0: I'm just here for my good looks. And I don't I, know why the fuck I'm here. Because you you bring the funny, I'm at least a little informative sometimes
2: you are more informative than me, uh so what else you want to talk we uh, is there anything else you want to cover on this topic before we just start shooting the shit with uh, people that are still watching?
3: not
1: really I mean well uh, let me I ask you, kind
2: of... let me ask you a, a personal question. How much shit have you taken for your religious beliefs? a lot. I mean, does it piss you off or does you just say, eh, fuck off kind of thing?
1: It it used to make me angry because it was always the, I'm not saying anything to you. Why are you saying something to me? But now it's just become more of an amusement.
3: Right.
1: Because I've heard all the arguments. I've heard all of the insults. I've heard it all. And nobody's come up with anything new in a long time. So now it just kind of becomes funny.
0: Well and I say all that like my big thing with it too because because of my how I look at things is when somebody gets fucking pissed off, I'm always like, it's never me that gets pissed off. And from my personal experience, the only reason you're fucking pissed off because you I'm not agreeing with you is because you already are negatively questioning your belief system and are forcing yourself to defend it to the point of anger because You don't fucking know either, but that's your way.
1: Right. Yeah. Um
2: go ahead. I mean, what about I mean, I'm I'm assuming your is your wife also a practitioner or does she just let you do what you want to do?
1: She's Southern Baptist.
2: Now that's a combination. It's like the odd couple.
1: But she she was raised Southern Baptist, but she from being with me and knowing me and everything I've talked to her about, she's kind of leaning more towards a more pagan approach to things. But we kind of live by, we each have our own beliefs and the kids know about both of them and whichever ones they want to choose when they get older is fine with us.
2: And and here's my philosophy on all this. Believe everything, fuck it. (laughs) Eventually you're going to be right because let's be honest, if everything is some, if there is definitely a heaven type, you know, just for a lack of a better term, a heaven type place, somebody's wrong. Only one, one group's right. There's going to be a lot of pissed off individuals. Or
0: everybody's right.
2: So me being the pragmatist that I am, I just take a little bit of fucking everything. I'm trying to cover all my bases.
1: I always said no, nobody's right and nobody's wrong. Right. There's, a giant, there, there, there's a giant thing at the top of a mountain that says truth. Okay. And everybody's climbing to find the truth, and you see little bits and pieces, and that's what people take as the truth, but it's not It's just a little piece. Uh,
2: before before we so, get out, before we get out here, let me ask you a question that just popped in my head: What is your take with your religion or your religious background on the spirit world or ghosts or demons or whatever? What how does how does that fit into your religious thinking?
1: There, there's ghosts make perfect sense; they exist. People don't always, you know, there's nothing in Norse paganism that says that, you know, Christianity, once you die, you go A or B, and that's it. You stay there forever. Norse paganism, it's you die, you go where you go, but you can leave and visit. You don't, you're not there for all eternity until somebody says, okay, now you can leave. It's more of like a revolving door. You want to come in and hang out? Cool. Oh, you want to go back down and check out your family? "Yeah, Yeah, have fun.
2: What about like, as, is there any kind of: re- as far as, Is there any kind of reincarnation type thought, or
1: No, okay. That comes from Eastern religions, the whole reincarnation thing that moved its way into generic paganism.
2: Okay.
1: But the other thing is, every time I hear somebody say it's a demon, I want to punch them in the throat. I don't like because
2: you. huh? I don't blame you.
1: Because they're, because the word demon, I understand people use it as a colloquial. Everybody understands. Right. But it's not some evil creature from the depths of some abyssal plane that is going to torture you. It's just a malicious entity. Or probably more often, it was never human to begin with. It's been here before humanity. Right. And we are just ascribing to it our moral belief system to try and figure out what it's doing.
0: And then the whole time, it's just like a fucking stegosaurus that's like, bitch, I'm a dinosaur. I don't give a fuck about your rules.
1: Exactly. But it's, it's you know, it's it's spirits that have been here before humanity ever, step you know, ever raced this planet. And it's just people go, I don't understand it, so it must be a demon. You know, on the whole, we're going to exercise the demon. And I always ask, do you put it on a treadmill or an elliptical first?
2: A little light jogging. Yoga. A little light jogging, yeah, that yeah. could work. The, solid, the J is soft. Maybe some yoga. They start out with a little
1: yoga, probably.
2: I think demons do yoga.
1: Most probably. They have to be pretty nimble to climb those walls uh, and the ceilings and everything. So
2: Right, you know. Yeah.
1: Current heads, 360, you know, it makes sense. You got to be flexible. But shit. no, I- that's why i like i I watch a lot of the paranormal shows Mm -hmm. because they make me laugh right and especially i'm not gonna name the one but it's always it's a demon bro
3: Yeah,
1: they always it just makes me laugh because i just sit there and want to say it's not a demon i know you're on tv and you got to play it up for the camera and i get it i understand
3: but
0: that's why i love those shows though is because like it's like that and it's entertaining but I'll even admit, like, not on the demon standpoint, but just in general, even on some of the less uh, scientific shows, every once in a while, there'll still be something that I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: it's like every once in a while, they get a piece of evidence where you're going, hm, I wasn't oh, expecting that
0: shit.
2: Look
1: at that. Wow. Little that's Susie. good
0: evidence. Little Susie come to play with the, the light
2: up teddy bear.
3: But. Oh, yeah.
2: You never know when that moment's going to happen
1: no and and I know it's all for t v but like you just said, they're too loud, right they're always all over each other there's It's always this high energy thing where it's if you're gonna go ghost hunting, go and with a couple people and just be quiet and be chill and split up and get whatever evidence you want to try and get, and then meet back and discuss it right.
2: See what don't, you get. Become one yeah, with the,
0: the energy in the room. That's
2: how you Yeah,
1: do. don't be all over everybody because it doesn't work that way. All right.
0: I do love those moments though when it's like something happens and one of just literally just like shut the fuck up. <laughs> like,
3: yeah.
0: It makes for good TV. And I do specifically ghost adventures.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that they're I always wondered, because there's cameras around on all these ghost shows, they did in fact on one episode show a fart. That happened on an investigation.
3: Oh yeah. Played the
0: audio and everything. They're like, What was that? Uh And they're like, Did you fart? He's like, Yeah, I farted.
1: (laughs) Um they even like rewind it
0: like it's evidence. They're like, Sperm. Let's hear that again. (laughs)
1: Sperm. If you guys have ever heard of Penhurst Asylum, yeah. That's fifteen minutes from my house. Oh,
0: let's go.
3: And Crash McGregory's house.
1: I used to go there. When it was just an abandoned asylum. Oh. When there weren't tours, there was no haunted house. When it was, if you got caught there, you got arrested for trespassing. Right. And I do have some stories of stuff that happened to me there that.
0: Well, that sounds like a whole nother show. I was just saying he <laughs> just
2: conned his way into a whole nother episode. God damn it, but
1: were, we're very interesting. And I know, you know, I, I know people that work the haunted house that's there now, and they have some stories of stuff that's happened. So, I mean, I've I've gone to those places and Pennhurst is not a joke.
0: That's what I would want to do. Like, I would want to spend a period of time at a, one of these locations at like doing a job that like you're just getting basically paid to be there for like no less than eight hours a day. And I feel like those are the people that are like, yeah, I mean, you might get some cool shit, but like little weird shit's going to happen a lot. Just got to pay attention.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Well,
0: they like to click pens. Now
2: we're gonna have to do a whole another episode with Gregory. We're gonna have to plan that out.
0: That's always I'm down because, but that has always been one of my things. Like, what, what? Where's where's the micro evidence? I feel like that's the one. I feel like like tour guides in, in like Alcatraz are like, yeah, it's not a big deal. But uh, sometimes when I walk past this cell, my pen clicks. Uh, and they're okay. Like really, and he's like, yeah, pretty much like every single time.
3: Well, yeah, that, yeah.
2: those kind of places like penitentiaries, penitentiaries, whatever,
0: penitentiary—that's
2: what I'm trying to say. Um, there's—I'm a big
0: believer in energy. Yeah, and it's literally a fucking yeah. bunch of metal boxes where motherfuckers killed each other. Well, not, so, I mean, not rampantly,
2: right? But. but the death and the pain and the suffering that was in that fucking place, or any of those type places, had to leave an imprint, right? Yeah, at, and at, at and, least a feeling of heaviness when you—that's why. People get so emotional in those places because they're feeling that mm-hmm. pain. Now, you can say that, you know, that could have sparked more of a residual-type haunting. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I think energy has a lot to do with it. And imprinting yeah, And, the and in,
1: in, in Philadelphia, you have Eastern State Penitentiary. Uh-huh. And they do a haunted house there, too, every year. And it's open for tours. And it was originally built with the idea of one person per cell with only a Bible, no talking, and you were only outside in the yard for like an hour a day, but the yard was attached to your cell and you weren't around anybody else.
0: Super Shawshank style.
1: And people went crazy. They all oh, had yeah. Al Capone there for a little while.
0: Was that. Is Eastern State the place where the hole was like literally into the side of a mountain or some shit?
1: no that's what you, no Easter state penitentiary
0: is right in the middle of philadelphia yeah that's right in, oh, down, yeah. what the fuck place is that there's a jail where like I th- oh no i think it's in like arizona or some shit where like the the hole is literally just like a fucking hole in the side of a mountain
3: yeah they just with, put like, you in there close the door yeah and...
0: with no lights and shit yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
0: they're like these are blood stains from somebody that killed themselves i'm like i don't believe that but jesus christ why is it still red? It's been seventy years. That doesn't make sense. All right. Well, now we know what
2: we uh, we're gonna have to plan out another <laughs> another episode now. Excellent. And get his experience at that. His, back before it was over. Not I don't to say overhyped, but overhunted or over investigated. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it
1: wasn't open for investigations. Right. You weren't supposed to be there. And when they closed up Pennhurst, they literally just took the people out, locked the doors and left everything there. Right.
2: So he got the raw activity. Yeah. Mm. So that'll be good.
0: It's mostly activity that happens in prison.
2: So we will plan a whole episode around that and have it back. In episode
0: every episode, fucking 186 raw. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> Okay, what else you want? That's
0: the name of the episode. Raw activity is the yeah. name of the episode. It's like a fucking it's like a raw stand-up raw special raw from raw the early nineties. Phil and Travis present raw activity. Spent. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah.
2: anyway. Anyway. So
0: Anywho's it's
2: I think let's cover a little uh like I said, there will be no episode what the fuck Wednesday. I know everybody's disappointed, but there will be no what the fuck Wednesday. However, just so you guys know last for those people listening and new to this live stream or catching this after the fact on their favorite podcast app last week we or every wednesday we do an after show that's available on patreon for our patreon subscribers however last sunday our last episode episode 182 i believe i think that was the last one uh we we had another interview and when that only went about an hour or so. We did a little impromptu after, after show. Oh, are, we, are you putting that out? I'm going to put that out on Friday on the RSS feed and put it back. It's no longer on YouTube. You can't get it on YouTube. I cut it out. Excellent. But I will up, re-upload it. Just that section alone alone is about another hour's worth of...
0: Is that the pig dick, man? That's the pig Fuck dick. Fuck yeah. The, uh, yes.
2: the tarpon fucking...
1: Oh, the tapir? Yeah, the tapir tarpon's yeah. a
0: fish, motherfucker. <laughs> Whatever. The yeah. tapir is a fucking... Are idiot.
1: you talking about a whale orgasming and yes. how far it shoots? Yes.
0: I'm pretty sure that science said it could potentially kill someone. But that is yes. bas- That is basically what the
2: after show is for the patreons. So it'll be like an... <laughs> tarpons fucking... <laughs> I, I'm
0: sure tarpons fuck. Oh, yeah. Tarpons are fucking... They're just like... They're like really athletic, big-ass bass. Right. So... But that is... We're going to use the, the minute bowl of bass.
2: Well, let's be honest. We cut that. We split it into two episodes just because we didn't want our guests to be associated with that <laughs> cluster. Fuck of an episode. If we don't get a thank
0: you email for that, I'm going to be pissed. But uh, yeah, no. Tapir, this, is it, I'm upset with you. Why? The tarpon's a fish. A Tapir, know, a tapir I mean? is a proboscis, so, I believe.
2: I, if you watch the episode or listen to the episode live, you, I even said, I want this burned out of my brain. I don't want to fucking relive it
0: that shit was hilarious
2: that's why he was was.
0: bending his dick like a fucking elbow man (laughs) and it was touching the floor it's like jesus christ you just you just got it all don't you
2: but that will be out in lieu of our normal what the fuck episode
0: oh sweet that's what's up that's a good idea
2: that'll be because i generally release the what the fuck episodes Mm -hmm. we record them live on wednesday nights but i don't release them (laughs) to the podcast feed till friday yeah I will do the same with this.
0: Just we're put the that YouTube video back, back on YouTube I'm put on it Wednesday yes. and then put it out on Friday. Yes, because
2: we're going to I have like I wanna kinda we're gonna matter of fact tonight after this we're gonna cut a little intro for it. Yeah. And then I'll add it to it and re upload it. So
0: you're gonna tell them what's going on. I'm just gonna drag my balls across my microphone. That, that's fine. As long as it's not my
2: forehead, I don't give a shit.
0: Oh god, this microphone's gonna smell like fucking frozen shrimp and vinegar.
2: Uh, yes, but that will be the game plan for this week. Uh, (laughs) Dragging his balls across the microphone.
0: You like dragons?
2: Oh, that reminds me.
0: Oh, go on? Game of Thrones prequels. Oh. In August. Damn, I thought that was going to take a way harder left turn. No. Shit. I've
2: I've learned not to do that with you.
0: I thought you were going to ask me to drag my balls across your forehead. You can drag your balls
2: anywhere you want, just not in my general vicinity.
0: Well, uh, mm, mm. I feel like we can. That's negotiable. That did not seem like hardcore contract terms.
1: I was gonna say, just remember, he said general, not immediate.
0: Two fuck, two hot and ready's from Little Caesars and a fucking chicken burrito bowl. I bet you, I'm in there like swimwear.
2: Probably. I'm I'm such a slut. I'm easily bribed.
0: Just pubes and forehead. It sound like a fucking. It sound like an Armenian person shaving. Just.
2: (laughs) All right. All right. uh, Let's see. Everybody that was in the chat, we greatly had some new faces. We appreciate that, and a lot of the old faces. The one face, Welcome, we the one face we didn't have in there, he was on the phone with. Us. So we'll excuse, yeah. his, we'll excuse his absence from the chat room. Who
0: else can we ostracize and say wasn't here? Uh, I think were, all the regulars were here. Oh fuck me in the ass! Yeah, all the regulars were here. Dad's fucking ten yes. forty. Oh my god! Yes, that's what we got to get out of here. Yeah, fuck. I'm old. Gregory's Man. like, I have children. I'm an adult. I don't even know what eleven o'clock is. <laughs> all right, everybody, uh, we greatly appreciate. I work
1: second shift, dude. I'm up till twelve thirty at night so, at work. Yeah. So on Wednesday nights, I listen to you guys at work. Excellent. It gets me through my Wednesday night.
0: We're here for you. I your know. I love, pleasure. That's so cool. I love when people say stuff like that. I'm like, I'm glad I can help be that guy for you.
2: <laughs> all right, everybody, we are gonna oh, get shucks. out. We are gonna get out of here. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to all the social medias. Uh, let's see, I'm going to do it by memory. Instagram, uh, what, at night underscore ghost underscore podcast? Yeah. Uh, Twitter at uh, night underscore ghost?
0: I think it's ghost underscore night. Ghost
2: underscore night. Fuck, I don't know. Just Google it. I know uh, TikTok is G-I-T and dot podcast.
0: And Facebook just search ghost in the night. And we're on all of the fucking apps. Podbean, all that shit. Yes, but if you... I don't have time to keep up with it. You know, big... Big shout out. To this you. sounded really cocky. I say that because I work too much. That's yeah. not because I don't want to know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Now I sound like a prick. Yeah, but For the us. first time ever in my career as a podcaster, somebody's gonna take issue with what I said. Oh, then, never they,
2: they know you're a prick.
0: Fuck you. And fuck those people. Fuck all these people here. All right, we, if you have a problem with me, this is gonna hurt my feelings. So don't tell me.
2: All right, we're gonna give a big say thank you to Gregory for coming on. Thanks, my
0: pleasure and guys and everybody in the chat say thank you right now
2: right now say it before i've raised again. you better than this
0: yeah be sure to like and share and subscribe and all that happy shit do the I- stuff press the buttons fucking just 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 give us your bunny. basically just, just give us all your money
2: most importantly
0: share. it's the best thing you can do with your money
2: all right we're gonna get out of here we will see you officially next sunday with the travis walton story
0: yeah i might be a little hungover, but yeah
2: oh that's right yeah you get that yeah yeah so what you're telling me is that i better do some
0: research just in case no i'll do the research it's the delivery of the research that's questionable at that point all right all
2: right guys we thank you we thank gregory we thank everybody we love you we will see you later good night